Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckleonians, and welcome to episode 36 of the TCG Cast. Puckle, of course, stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name, our boy. Thatch came up with it, and we're just running with it, really. Today we have a fantastic episode. We are reviewing Shining Legends, the new subset released by the uh, Pokemon uh, International Company, uh, and it's quite surprising. Now, before we do get there, we have some introductions to do. First, some say that he doesn't really breathe air. Air breathes him. It's Sublime Manic. I am the Earth, y'all. Uh, good morning. It is morning while we're recording. It is morning. It is Sunday. Yeah. Uh, 1st of October. <laughs> So, and that other beautiful voice that you're listening to right now is, some say, a man that it's able to just, you know, walk out of the black holes. That is Basket. What's up, Puckle Peeps? I'm back. We're back and we're ready to discuss uh, a few things. But before we get into that, let's talk real quick about what have you guys been playing? Uh, let's start with you, Sublime. What decks have you been playing? Uh, Gardevoir and Volcania. How's that going for you? Um, interesting, fun. I'm testing a lot with my deck list for Volcanion because it's uh, tricky to figure out how many Volcanion, how many Ho-Oh, and how many Terminator you want. You are absolutely right. I've been playing with that deck right. too, and it is kind of tricky to decide because they're all good attackers, and they also have that like their secondary issues with them that you just don't know which how to balance those out in that deck. Right. So the so, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. No, it's a great deck, and I'm so glad to have Fire just back in the game. What about you, Basket? What have you been playing? Um, are we talking specifically standard or any? Just what okay, have you so been I've playing? Been, I've been playing uh, um, uh, Glissopod GX. Absolutely love it. That oh, is that's a great deck. Such a fun deck to play. Um, and uh, also. Uh, in Expanded, I've been doing the Marshadow GX and Night March. How's that going? That, uh, really well. Um, I would suggest. I don't have... Like, that deck is killing right now on Expanded. 
Yeah, and honestly, I just got it because I had I had all the um, the physical cards mm-hmm. and all the cards online, and all I needed was the Marshadow and a few trainers. Yeah. Um, so it was way cheaper for me to uh, to get that, and um, I just needed the deck for expanded, and I was like, well, pff, that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you might as well just hit the button. The the staples were like, that was easy. Because, uh, yeah, Night March is the way to go, really. Well, I've been playing, I have been playing with the same decks I've been streaming with still. Uh, in fact, I'm up to up- updating my, uh, cart set, uh, cart list tonight to have, uh, see if I can have one or two more, um, decks that I can use while streaming. But mostly I've just been playing with, as well, with ho uh, slash Turtonator and, and, uh, just that fire deck is so much fun to play. And other than that, just trying to see if I can get a sweet spot with that Lycanroc deck, which you all guys know I can't stop talking about. It's the new Greninja break for me. That Lycanroc deck is not good. Not as good as Greninja, of course, but it's just so much fun. I enjoy it so much, and uh, I just want it to succeed. And I've been trying to make it succeed, so let's see if I can actually get there. Now, with that said and done, let's go ahead, and I think it's time for some quick news uh, in this case, they're uh, a somber one and a fun one. So let's go ahead and drop it. It's time for the news. And we're just going to do uh, uh, two pieces of news here. We're not going to discuss nothing in the TCG per se. Uh, this is going to be uh, outside of that and inside Puckle itself. Let's start with a little bit of a sad one. Uh, I promise this is going to be the only part that it's going to be a bit sad of the episode. And that is, um, as you guys know, Puerto Rico, uh, my homeland, my hometown, uh, has been wrecked, completely destroyed by Hurricane Maria. Uh, my uh, the People there, U.S. citizens, they are completely, you know, without water, without power, without food, without medicine. Um, with that note, I want to take the time uh, real quick right now to let you guys know that if you can, if there's any possibilities that you can just donate anything to help our people, our U.S. citizens in Puerto Rico, please do. Uh, I would like to direct you guys to uh, one particular one uh, that is uh, you caring, uh, as, as you hear it, uh, Y-O-U-C-A-R-I-N-G dot com uh, slash uh, people of Puerto Rico. Um, you can go there. This is being handled by both Beyonce and Ricky Martin, uh, and they're collecting money to be able to send to Puerto Rico to help our brothers and sisters uh, in their dire need. Uh, please, if you can, of course, uh, if not, do what you can. Call your senators, call your congressmen uh, to see if we can get more help. Um, my father is in Puerto Rico, and he he's uh, type 1 diabetes, uh, diabetes uh, and uh, there's no insulin in the island. So it's it's stuff like that that right now that island is going through and we must help if we can um, to see if we can save some lives. Um, so just a quick note there. Uh, we're going to end that there now. Nothing else. We're going to just talk about, uh, I'm sorry, about Pokemon now from now on. But I just wanted to let you guys know that if you want to help, there are ways. Youcaring.com slash people of Puerto Rico is one way that you can definitely help. And whatever you can do, a dollar, 25 cents, anything, it helps. And to my people in Puerto Rico, you don't worry. Help is on the way and uh, just survive. Now, let's end that sad note. And continue with some fun ones. And that is 
that we are going to have a new competition. What is this competition, you ask, Sublime? Thank you for asking, Sublime. This competition is... You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, you know, you guys know that we have our segment cutters. So we have, you know, deck of the episode and topical beach and all those. And they're great. I mean, they're okay for what they are. But I really feel that, you know, this is episode 36. We got to move on. So this is what I discussed with Thatch. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to outsource these segment cutters to you guys, the listeners, the talent ones, the ones that actually have any talent to do stuff. Guys, if you can come up with any um, good segment cutters for us, uh, let me remind you which they are right now. We have the news. Uh, we have uh, Topical Beach. We have Deck of the Episode. We have Trainer's Mail. We have Who's That Pokemon 15 Questions. And uh, I know I'm missing one. I can't remember right now. Uh, oh, uh, no, I think those are. Those are the ones. And if I'm missing one, you guys, you can let me know. Um, so submit either one or all of them if you want you don't have to do all of them you can, you can only just do one your most um your best segment cutter that you can come up with now for each guys that gets selected we are going to give out um five boosters for the tcg in uh Paco, um not Puckle, sorry. So PTCGO on uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game Online. Uh, for each segment that gets chosen, we're going to give five boosters to the person. And of course, we're going to uh, give you a shout out here on this show to tell you uh, to show everybody the talent that is all the Pokolonians that listen to us. So, guys, send on, send them in to, uh, to Pokemon Podcast. I'm sorry, Puckle Podcast at gmail.com. Your best segment cutters for the TCG cast. Let me repeat them once more. The news. Topical Beach, Deck of the Episode, Trainer's Mail, and Pokemon 15 Questions. Uh, I might be missing one of those um, segments that comes every once in a while. Uh, that doesn't matter. We can get to them when we remember. Now, guys, send in your best work. We're excited. Now, with that, we're going to end the news section, and we're going to jump on to what is the most exciting part of this episode, and that is Shining Legends. So grab your pinaculadas. Get on your flip-flops, because we're headed down to Topical Beach. Welcome to Topical Beach. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, it, we're, I'm supposed to be continuing Topical Beach, but I forgot one little piece of information for you guys. So, a third news is, it is that time again, ladies and gents. It is time to review the last season year of the TCG. We're now in the process of building a list of our favorite decks, favorite cards, not favorite decks or cards. Um, uh, and all those beautiful candidates. I'm sounding like someone else right now. I don't know why. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, yes, we are going to have our annual evaluation review of the year and we're super excited about it because we had a great great year this time around so we can't wait to relive it through that review episode so that is that episode is coming sometime in november so stay tuned for that and we're going to post a link soon at the uh puckle tcg facebook group as well as the website itself to let you and discord of course so you guys can go in vote for your favorite cards or your or even suggest your favorite cards of the year and uh, we can then discuss them on the show and just have pure fun with that now with that being said officially we can say that fill the winds in your 
eyes and the heat in your skin because we are at Topical Beach and we're ready to discuss the new subset coming in, which is Shining Legends. And we gotta say, we're kind of surprised by this. So let's go ahead and start right with that with none other than one of the original bad boys, the OG starters, and that is Venusaur. Venusaur, grass. When HP of 160, stage 2, of course, has an ability that is very interesting. Lord of the Jungle. Each basic grass energy card attached to your Pokemon provides two grass energy instead. You can't use more than one of these for each turn. Ha! Wow. Okay, so that's quite interesting. Let's go ahead and discuss that. Sublime, what do you think about Venusaur? still had Forest of Giant Plants because it's really good. Well, but we don't. <laughs> we don't have we Forest don't. of Giant Plants. But besides that, what do you think? I think that there's not really an attacker that benefits from this at the moment. Yeah. Of potential that as soon as we get like something that can use grass type uh, energy, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, like something that isn't limited to an attack, but like the more grass energy you have, the stronger the attack. Excellent with that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good call. What about you, Basket? Um. The ability is super interesting, um, and it has the like really good potential. Um, but because it doesn't have an attack that it can do itself, yeah. Um, yeah. Having I didn't mention by the way, and that's my fault. It's uh, it has one attack, two grass, uh, and two colorless solar beam for just ninety damage and no extra benefits from that. Yeah, so it's essentially um, a two grass. Um, attack that does 90 damage and um it's it's underwhelming and i can't think of any th- of any grass pokemon that need a whole lot of energy to power up you know like a 180 attack or something like that mm-hmm. so it's it's difficult for me um to see it get any real play right now yeah. um yeah. especially because it's a stage two but it's really interesting, and I'd like to see. Um, uh, I'd like to see something else happening yeah. with it. So we, we I suppose it pairs seven... with Go ahead. Shining Genesect, actually, from the same set. Oh, which we'll definitely get to. Uh, well, while we add it, what does uh, so our Shining Gen- Genesect does? Uh, once in your turn, before you attack, you may move one Grass Energy from one of your other Pokemon to this Pokemon, and then this attack does twenty more damage times the amount of energies attached to this Pokemon. So yeah, definitely uh Gene Set can definitely benefit from Venusaur. Um and we will get to back to Shining Genesect in a bit. So there is some attackers. I wanted to also make a, a mention of Mega Mewtwo still in this in the standard. Um it could take advantage of Venusaur as well as well as Gardevoir uh since it uses any energy, not just fairy energy. Uh well it needs a fairy energy to attack but then it's any energies overall now tapu lele yeah yeah there's many tapu lele can also benefit yeah, from source yeah. yep even though it doesn't take advantage of the super effective since its uh, mm-hmm. attack is doesn't account right. for that um now there's many options yes as attackers for venusaur the problem is you have to set up a stage two pokemon to in order to be able to do this and these decks already exist and already have their engines built in does this make that any better? 
I don't think so. Um, it's just really, there are better ways to powering up all the Pokemons that we just mentioned, with the exception maybe of Shining Genesect, 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 however you pronounce it. So, um, it's very hard to place Venusaur. If Venusaur, like Sublime very accurately stated, if Venusaur would have existed at the same time as Forest of Giant Plants, we'd be singing a whole different tune right now. But unfortunately, we can't take into account that. And that puts this card... It's not a bad uh, card. It's excellent. It's just... Does it have the support it needs to really shine? And pardon the pun. Um, I don't know. So let's go on with that With that in mind. Sublime, what do you give this card? I'm going to give it an effective. Yeah. How about you, Basket? Um, I'll do the same. And... Um, uh super effective if anybody can figure out uh, a card to use it with accurately. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I also go with uh, effective and potential super effective if something comes up. I'm pretty sure someone smarter than us will create an amazing Venus tech. That's why we're so reluctant on this card. Because yes, it's a, on, on a vacuum. It is a great card. That, that Pokemon ability is absurdly powerful. Uh, but Obviously, the TCG doesn't necessarily play in a vacuum. Uh, I've made this mistake in the past where I've rated the card on a vacuum, such as Primarina <laughs> GX, um, and it really just doesn't work. So with that, moving on, we're going to move on to our next grass entity, Sublime. Take it away. So the next thing we're going to be talking about is Shining Celebi, which is a basic with just 70 HP. It's a grass type. And it has the ability Time Recall, which is what every Celebi kind of does. Um, as long as this Pokemon is in play, each of your evolved Pokemon can use any attacks from the previous evolutions. Mm-hmm. The energy to use each attack. Uh, it has a crappy attack called Leaf Step for one grass and one colorless that you would never use ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, yeah. But Time Recall has merit. Yes. Let's start with you this time, Basket. What do you think about Shining Little Celebi? Uh, the moment that I saw it, um, I started thinking about my um, the Toxicroak deck. Um, oh, yeah. Where I don't need... Uh, I forget I forget what the um, the stadium card is, uh, but the one that allows that allowed you to do that same effect. Shining uh, Shrines of Memories, was it? Yeah, yeah, Shrine of Memories. Yeah, yeah. Shrine of Memories. Um, and uh, um, I like it. Um, I think that um, it has a lot of awesome potential. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do not... I, I can't think of anything right now that um, I would want to use it with other than um, uh, it would it would help out with that um, damage change Mewtwo deck. Yeah, that's the only one that I can think of right at, out of the top of my head would be that yeah. Mewtwo deck. Um, that what about super, you, Sublime? Uh, that'd be super easy to um, put in. I'm thinking of it with Alolan Ninetales, actually. Oh, yeah. Because Alolan Ninetales would take of, good advantage of it, too, yeah. Uh, because the Alolan Vulpix is quite good, although by the time you have Alolan Ninetales, you might not need that anymore. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of uh, evolutions that have attacks from their pre-evolutions that would want it. Yeah, I'm guessing Alolan Grimer is one that also might take advantage of it. You can have Muck out and still be able to bring more um, Grimers, Alolan Grimers into your bench. But at the same time, if you already have 
or the muck. The muck yes, out. Why are you doing that? You're already set up. Most of Yeah. So why would you go back to that? Yeah, I think for those situations, um, uh, it would be a good um, card to have in those decks um, in case you are able to set up, you know, only one Alolan Ninetales or only one um, Alolan Muck. And yeah. um, you can place that card down and, you know, set your bench up infinitely easier. So I think it's cool. It could, um, it has the potential to maybe even. Um, Make it so you wouldn't have to use your uh, Bridget, and you could use whatever other supporter you wanted to for those decks. Oh wait, here's one that might actually have actual some great use for this card, Galissapot, because Galissapot can use uh, Wimpod's attack, which basically brings it and everything attached to it back into your deck. So if your Galissapot is in a situation where it can't retreat. And it has too much damage where it might be healed next turn. You can use that attack to put Gillisapod and everything attached to it back into the deck. And then your opponent just lost the opportunity to gain two prizes. So as we keep keep brainstorming I, here, guys. What was that? I never even read Wimpod. I never yeah, even Wimpod read has Wimpod an attack that if you attack with it, it's just one grass, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it basically, it, it wimps out. It, everything goes back into the deck. It just retreats. So oh. with Celebi... Down, that means that that Wimpod attack is still available for Galissapod to make a hasty retreat before it gets killed. So that's one option. But why wouldn't use... you just Acerola? Well, in, in the hand. case that you don't have Acerola, remember, we no longer have Via Seekers to um, to bring back those oh. supporter cards from the discard pile. So having an option to do it without Acerola is quite nice. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, that this changes Galissapod's in the world, of course, but it is one option. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I didn't even, I didn't even, uh, I haven't even looked at the Guardians Rising Wimpod. Yeah, no one does. No worries, you're not alone. <laughs> Wimpod <laughs> is just there to be evolved. Now, now with a card with Celebi comes out and Shrines of Memories is when we can go back and say, wait, 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 all of these sta- uh, basics and stage ones that we've been completely ignoring because we don't care, we just, they're just a means to an end. We just need this, the final evolution to be up. Now we can go back to them and look and see, hey, Actually, now with Celebi, Shining Celebi, some of these can actually improve upon the, the final evolution that we depend so much off. So, and with that is what I wanted to say. We're just talking about Shining Celebi right now, and you can see how we are completely brainstorming on all the magnificent opportunities and uh, play options that we have with Celebi. Um, so let's go ahead and stop there. And uh, Basket, what do you give Shining Celebi? Um, I'm going to give it a... Um... You know, I'm going to give it a super effective, I Super think. effective? Okay. Um, I I really like the card. I like the um, uh, the potential that it has. And um, after we talked about it a little bit more, um, I think I think that would work out really great in my Glissopod GX deck. Yep. So I love it. Yeah. What about you, Sublime? I really like that having that effect available in the format. I just yeah. can't think of something I would personally want to use it with, so I will give it an effective. Yeah, I'll give it a super effective just because of how ba- uh, um, the same thing that you said, Sublime, which is giving a little bit more oof, is the fact that this changes the format a little uh, quite quite a bit. Because mm-hmm. again, now we're going back and saying all these stage ones and basics that we've been completely ignoring, how can they help us now? 
And and now a, a card like Elisapod has a brand new breath of new strategies behind it because a card like Shining Celebi. So I'm definitely going to give it a super effective because of that. Because this is the type of card that does change the format. Not in the way that Tapu Lele and Shaming does. But it does change the format quite a bit in which you think about the options that you once did not have. Now... That's it for Celebi. Let's go on and move on to our next one, and that is Verician, another legendary grass type. Go ahead, Basket, take it away. All right, so Verician, it's grass, uh, HP 110. Um, for one grass energy, um, it has the attack Wrapped in Wind. 30 damage, you may attach a basic grass energy from your hand to this Pokemon. Um, second attack for... Two grass energy and a colorless is long spear, 90 damage, and this attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Yep. I um, love this. <laughs> I like this card a lot. Um, yeah. uh, currently, yeah. I've been using uh, um, Tapu Koko to hit um, benched Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, in my um, uh, Glissopod GX deck. Yeah. Um, but this is an option that I haven't, uh, looked at before, and, mm-hmm. um, I like the idea of it. It's essentially, essentially it's, uh, what, it's Yveltal? It's right? Baby Velta and, um, ooh. Well, not yeah. quite. Well, it's almost Baby Veltal. And, well, uh, because it, the, the reason why it's not exactly the same, because it doesn't, it doesn't come from your discard pile. It comes from And it hand. has to attach to this and not any one of your Pokemon. You're true. Your so it's nothing like your baby Velta. That is true. However, um, it, the, the long, it is, I forgot the name of the, uh, oh, Darkrai EX. Thank you. So, uh, Darkrai EX, that attack is Darkrai EX attack from back in the days of, uh, uh, hidden treasures. And that's okay, yeah, a great that's attack. Fine. Yep. That's what I meant. It's not a great attack anymore. I'm sorry. It's okay. not. Umbreon had this attack, Umbreon GX, and it's not. 90 and 30 to the bench is not what it used to be. Mm, no. True. No, you're correct. At but this all. Is also, this is also a... Um, sorry, I had to burp there. Um, there this is also a, um, uh, a basic Pokemon, and um, it costs more to... Um, to do this attack, and it's two grass and a colorless instead of a grass and two colorless. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I can see use for this um, in, as far as sniping goes, because um, one of my main problems um, in my deck is snapping with Tapu or sniping with Tapu Koko, it's only 20. It does it to everything, but it's only 20, and there's so many where I need that extra 30. Um, to bring it down, to bring some big GX down to uh, 180 so that I can one-hit KO it. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting card. Uh, I do think that Long Spear 90 damage is still quite decent, especially when you're grass, and there is grass weakness right now in the shape of Lapras decks, which are pretty tough. Um, they're better attackers, for sure. Not discounting that. Um, the first attack... Even though it just from your hand and exactly towards Verusian, and of course there are other cards that can do better than this, specifically Lorantis, can definitely grab um, cards from your uh, energies from your discard pile and attach them to anyone there. Uh, it's still decent. It's just not wow. 
So with that, I'm going to go ahead and start, and I'm not going to give it a super effective. I'm going to give it not very effective, because it just doesn't do enough. That attack is not that bad, it's just it doesn't do enough. What about you, Sublime? What if I told you, you could make a deck that can do 170 damage your second turn without any stay uh, without any GXs? Mm-hmm. The answer may surprise you. But here's what I'm thinking. Between the Venusaur we were talking about earlier, this Verizian, and then the Shining Genesec we're about to talk about, yeah. you your Verizian first, and you attack, you go second, you attack uh, your first turn with Rapid Wind. You have two Grass Energies on the field. Then, your next turn, you can attach one to Genesect, use this Genesect's ability, move the second Grass Energy onto Genesect, um, and then get Genesect into the active. With v- if you can rare candy into Venusaur, the Shining Genesect is the best candidate for Venusaur for a partner because it gets basically an extra 40 damage for each Grass Energy attached to it. Yeah. For two energy on your Genesect, you're doing 130. If yep. you get three energy on your Genesect, you're doing 170. With a choice band, that's 200. Yep. That's a lot. On a basic that doesn't... Uh, that only costs one prize. That is true. I actually think that has potential. Um, I don't think it's top tier by any means, but it definitely has potential. So for that reason, I think Verizian, just as an energy accelerator to get energy on the board, if you have a way to move it, uh, could be considered effective. Okay. What about you, Basket? Um, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with not effective. Um, or, sorry, not not effective, but... Uh, effective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with effective because um, I think that... Uh, I think Long Spear has potential. I don't like the... Uh, um, uh, I don't like that you need three grass, essentially, to uh, get it started. Um <clears throat> But uh, I like the potential for it. Um, 180 and 30 damage to the bench on uh, Lapras GX is, um, I think, worth it if you're having an issue with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, But I don't really like the first attack at all. Um, and taking, taking what Sublime said into account, like... Um, that could that could work and that could be a lot of fun. It seems like a super amount of setup, and you have to have the right cards to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say effective. Okay, there you have it. We got Verisian going for one not very effective and two effectives. So, uh, but we do see a potential of some great grass coming up, and that is with the card we've just been avoiding not to talk about, and we're going to talk about right now, and that is Shining Gene Sect. Because everything that we've taught Grass so far has kind of directly affects Shining Genesect and it's effective in the meta. Now, Genesect, as we already discussed, its ability energy reload. Once you're returned, you may move a Grass energy from one other Pokemon to this Pokemon. And then its attack for three colorless, it does 50 plus, and that's plus 20 more damage for each Grass energy attached to this Pokemon with the combination of Venusaur that we just discussed, and even some helping setting up with Verisian, this could potentially be a massive, massive attacker. Not to mention that we can add to that, being a basic, we can add fighting Fury Belt, adding 40 more damage, and we do have um, the Conservationist Center, it's called, the stadium, keep forgetting the name of it, um, which basically protects grass and 
uh, and electrics for 30 damage. This could be oh, both. Yeah, yeah uh, for basics. So this could potentially be a hard hitter and a tank of a Pokemon as well. That is, of course, counting that everything is on its place. Um, what's your two cents, uh, Basket? Uh, skip me for right now. Go for Sublime. This is the best partner of Venusaur you were talking With just two grass energy mm-hmm. on a basic with one prize, you're doing 130 damage if you have the Venusaur out. Yeah. Uh, I think math can be really, really good on this um, if you pair it with Venusaur. Um, and I think it's super effective. I really like it. I like that it has 130 HP on a basic. Anything that has less than that, and I get, like, why do you not have that? Like, we have cards with 130 HP that are basic. If you have less than that, like, you're frail, in my mind, or you're not bulky. Yeah. I think 130 is the standard. I think attack has a lot of potential. We've seen this attack on um, EXs before. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is a one prize card, attacker with the same attack, I think is very good for yeah. trades. It really is. It's weak against fire, so that puts in on a danger zone against the uh, Volcanian Ho deck. Um, and it's two retreat cards is not fun, but there, as we all know, there's ways around that with Guzma and Acerola. It's just every day, um, it's different. And not to mention, guys, you guys, uh, even though, yes, Verision, um, you can combine it with the ability, but let us not forget that uh, Ninja Boy is still in the format. And Ninja Boy, you can True. start with you can start with Verician, use Verician's first attack, put that extra energy down there. By your next turn, you can Ninja Boy into G- Shiny Gene Insect and put another your third uh, energy. And for turn two, you already have a fully powered up uh, Gene Insect that minimum can do a hundred and ten damage, and that's not counting the Venusaur. If you already put Bulbasaur on the field and have a rare candy, you can even do a lot more. So. Potential? And you can throw in Marshadow GX for type coverage. There we go. Marshadow GX can also take advantage of this. Yeah, wow. So this deck is interesting. Basket, you want me to go back to you now? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Um, so I really like this card. Um, I absolutely love the attack. I love the fact that it's a basic and what we've been talking about, about how we can uh, Ninja Boy into it, or um, uh, and the cards that it, it it seems like the way we've been talking about it and everything, it seems like this Shining Legends um, uh, set is kind of geared towards getting Genesect working. Oh yeah, no, and that's um, usually what they do in sets. And- they have a theme, for example, uh, that with the last uh, with um, oh what's Burning uh, Burning Shadows. It was all Gardevoir directed, right? Every almost every single fairy, everything in the deck was up to building up Gardevoir. We saw that with um, Roaring Skies, where everything was for setting up a um, Rayquaza. All the cards you needed to set up Rayquaza was in the same set. We're seeing, at least with Grass right now, that everything is just setting up to build that shiny Jane site into something. Yeah, um, I'm going to give this card a. Um... effective um the only reason why i'm not saying super effective is because um uh like i said before it seems like it needs um 
a certain amount of setup to get it swinging right away. Yeah. And it's uh, even though it's over the 120 benchmark, um, it's it seems like 130 is easy to um, get around. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give you it an. You have effect. Fighting Fury belt though. Mm-hmm. That's an option. You yeah. do. I mean, the supporter is there, but I do get what Basket is saying. Yeah. The thing is sure. that, yeah, this card has like all the necessary support that it needs. Now, in a real life game, would you have all of the supports that we've been talking about on your hand? Because it's a lot of puzzles. It's like the the um the is it card. The uh, is it what's though? it called? What was the card? Like, the what Yu-Gi-Oh? does it need? Sorry, so what was the Yu-Gi-Oh card that requires like five, six cards and then you win the game? Exodius. Exodius. Exodius so it's like Exodius, like where you need all of these cards, all that. these parts for making it like completely be powerful and unstoppable, but you still need all those parts. Uh, what were you going to say, Sublime? Need to support this besides Venusaur. Yeah. Need, well, you need to have the necessary support, uh, supporter cards, like ninja boy Virusian needs to be your starting pokemon which is it fine. doesn't have it's, to be well it doesn't happen if you helps. go first you can attach twice and you'll still do 130 the first turn you can attack yeah i mean it's That's true turn too. i guess we, we are maybe thinking a little bit too much about this card i haven't rated it i am though going to however give it a super effective because i just love it it's just it's a basic with a ton of hp for not being a gx card or ex card it has a great pokemon ability that supports it uh, and it, its attack is just grade A. I mean, three colorless, suited up with three grass energies, and you're already doing a base 110 with absolutely no help from anyone else. Throw in a Venusaur there, throw in a Choice Band or a Fighting Fury Belt, and you're doing way too much damage that, that this card merits to be doing. So there's a lot of potential, and people are going to do a deck about this card for sure. Are we in agreeance? I think it's super effective. Yeah, super effective. Basket, effective? Effective. Effective. There we go. Two super effectives and an effective. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and stop here for a second. I We've already, there. we're already half an hour in, almost 40 minutes in this episode, and we, st- we just now stopped on grass. <laughs> but this is exactly why we do this. And the reason is when you have a great, great set, or at least one that has so much potential, so much to talk about. It just, it goes on and on. So let's go ahead and give a time for our sponsors to speak. And once we come back, we're going to continue on reviewing Shiny Legends. Don't go away. Beat up Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. We got Pidgeys, Pidgeotos, Pidgeass, and all your basic flying normal type Pokemon. Need a Farfetch? Got it. Need a Daily Roll? Got it. Need a Staravia? Got it. Need a P-Dub? Got it. Need an average flying type Route 1 exclusive Pokemon? We got it. One more time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. One final time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. Go check us out today and tell them Puckle TCG cast sent you for a 20% discount. Wow, we a 20% discount? No, make that a 25% discount. Do I have to make it 30? There it is, 30% discount. And so for that 30% discount, Peter Pigeons Pidgeotoporium, if we don't have it, it is an average. And we are back to our review of Shining Legends, the new subset from the Pokemon TCG game. <sighs> We've been talking so much and we just got out of grass. Moving on to the next type. That's your boy Fire. And let's start with another legendary, because this set is full of them. 
and that's Entei GX, our first GX that we're going to discuss here on the review episode. This GX Pokemon is Fire HP 180, which is pretty standard right now for a GX Pokemon. Um, and it has three attacks. First attack, Ember for one fire, one colorless, does 50 damage, pretty straightforward. Second attack for two fire, one colorless, Fire Fang, 100 damage, your opponent's active Pokemon is now Burn, which really means that you do 120 damage going into your opponent's uh, next turn. And then you have the obligatory GX attack, Brave Bleats GX. With two fire and one colorless, same amount as that secondary attack, this attack does 150 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Now that is interesting. Let's go ahead and discuss this. Sublime, what do you think about Entei GX? I don't like any of these attacks. Really? Or their How prices. So? Like, okay, so I'm thinking, do I want to include this in my Volcanion deck? Hmm, and I'm not. thinking in response to that, no. And so why would I use this? Like, its attacks aren't cheap. You're playing two to do 50. Yeah. Just, just 50. Like, to the active, there's no cool effect. And then you have three to do basically 120. Three yeah. to do a whole, a whole 150. And that's it. There's no effect either. I think it's just like a bad GX. Mm. Okay. What about you, uh, Basket? Um, I think that, uh, and, you know, this is coming from someone who does not play, uh, Volcanion, um, but I think that the option to be able to do 150 damage to a bench Pokemon, um, it would be worth a one of in a deck, um, because Volcanion can power it up in one turn, right? Oh, that is true, yep. Volcanion, um... So- um... What do you mean power it up yeah. in one turn? I mean, it can get three um, fire energies onto it in one turn, correct? Or no? I don't think so. No, 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 I can't. Okay, uh, well... Yeah. But there's ways to power it up. For example, Kiawe. Yeah. Well, Kiawe would automatically Kiawe, put four energies on it. this instead of, like, Ho-Oh? Well, so, the, re- the only reason why is I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, late game... Um, mm-hmm. They just moved, they just removed um, uh, a Pokemon with some damage on it, and you need um, uh, you need to take it out to win the game. And so I think of it as a potential one of. Um, and if you're carrying multiple Kiawes, um, then why not? Yeah, it's kind of no, no, I and, and I do I mean, understand. And both of you have great points. Um, and while I'm thinking, yes, its attacks are not all that well, though there's one little point about this card that does uh, bring my attention, and that's its GX attack. Now, by itself, that GX, GX attack is not that great. 152, you're one of your bench, yes, but we're not living in a shaming uh, or Manaphy, although Manaphy's still around, uh, set where your, you know, your standard EX Pokemon that you can get two prices from are in the low 110s, 120s. Um, but however, putting this uh, card out of the uh, out of the vacuum and into the more format right now in set set the set deck uh, Hoo Volcanion, there's no real offensive GX attacks. Hoo its GX attack is bring any GX or EX Pokemon from your discard pile and pull them on your bench. 
and Tartanator's GX attack is get five energies from your discard pile and place them on your bench or your Pokemon, however you see fit. Both of them are great GX attack. They're just not offensive GX attack. They're, they're setting up or defensive GX attacks. So maybe one of these in a whole Volcano deck as a tech, where you, like Basket says, you need to take out something on your opponent's bench. Entei might not be that bad. If it the only problem I do see with this is you still need two fire energies and one colorless for a tech card, and that's a problem, right? If you're usually using tech cards, it means that you can put it down, set it up in one turn, and it's ready to go. That's definitely not the case with Entei unless you use Kiawe and lose your turn completely. So I am trying to be Devil's Advocate here and give it some <laughs> potential. However, I have to agree with Sublime as well and Basket that this card just... It doesn't do enough. It, it it has it it does something, but right now it's just that something it does is just not enough. So with that, Sublime, what did you give it? Not very effective. Basket. Um, I'm gonna give it a not very effective. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'd like to give it an effective, but uh, the fact that Yahweh ends your turn, um, kind of ruins. Great turn one. Why would you do that on? Entei. Exactly. You know? Yep, and I'm giving a not very effective as well, so so sorry for you, Entei. It's just you're not as good as your uh, ancient trait version, unfortunately. So, moving on to the next one, we're moving from one legendary from to one pseudo-legendary. Sublime, take it away. Um, are we talking about Volcarona? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Volcarona is not a pseudo-legendary, just going to throw that out there. Um, it is not, but it's like in the same spot that they always put pseudo-legendaries. It's like the penultimate Pokemon before the last one. Ah, uh, is it? Anyway, it is. I don't think it meets the criteria for what people call pseudo-legendaries. But mm-hmm. I love Volcarona <laughs> no, uh, as a Pokemon, no I will say. Yeah. It, hey, I'm just saying it's not that. Uh, it's got the ability Hot Cyclone. Once during your turn, before you attack... You may have your opponent switch one of their bench Pokemon with their active. So your opponent gets to pick. That's like half of the escape rope, but your opponent's half. Um, I don't know why you would use this. Yeah. Great. I feel like there are a lot of ways to smooth. Yeah. Is it though? Because like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Why would you use this instead of it? Is your opponent gets to pick. So I, I used the wrong G word. Not great. It's a good. Disruptor. <laughs> However, they're better. It's fine. Disruptors. It's an acceptable disruptor. Ex- there yeah, we go. and it's a stage one disruptor. Yeah. So like, it's a stage one disruptor, and the disruption isn't top tier disruption. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. And its attack is nothing. So, if you want to get take over the attack real quick, just to mention it. Oh sure, yeah, of course. You can have heat blast for a fire <laughs> and a colorless and do sixty. Wow. Watch out. Wow! That also, it has knock out the HP brains out of a single Alolan Vulpix. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Tapu Bulu doesn't have a weakness, does it? Tapu Bulu, nope. It's nope, then you can't even topics. choice ban to do double and kill it. Nope. 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 You can't. It's just this nothing. No. Nope. Basket. Yeah. What's your twenty? Um. I, the fact that it's a stage one ruins its ability. Like, yeah. 
I could yeah. um, I could see uh, having this as a tech card um, if it was a basic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because um, you know there there are situations where um, your opponent like where your opponent will be forced to put in um, a Pokemon that you're all right with it. You know, like they, they have maybe one or two choices and either one you're like, it doesn't matter. I just need to take this Pokemon out and I can do that with either one of these. Yeah. And and that's Um, the thing, right? That's why I say it's a decent disruptor because the fact that you have it on your bench, every turn you, you can force your opponent to switch. So that makes it difficult for your opponent to get the momentum that he needs. If you're constantly switching, even though he is choosing the Pokemon that goes in, which can backfire on you, right? If he has more than one good Pokemon to put up, they can, that it, it, it won't matter for him because I can kill you with this one or this one. It doesn't matter. But in those cases where, no, he only has one option and you keep putting that option back into the bench, then that is a disruption to some sort. Continue, Basket. Sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, however, um, uh, you know, in a vacuum, you know, it's fine. Um, but uh, I don't know any deck that has the space to put this in for such a lame version of a switch card, you know? So I, um, I'm going to give it a not very effective same with me. Not very effective. It's just it's okay, and it's okay in in a in a vacuum. It's on the grand scale. I don't see it being useful at all. We have Guzma, which is much more effective. Uh, even Lycanroc Midnight Form GX can do Lysander for you if you're looking for a Pokemon that does that, and it's also a stage one, and you get to choose the Pokemon. I mean, there we're talking about one is fire, one is fighting, but. If you are just going, you're not going to place this Pokemon for attacks. So it doesn't matter if it's fire or not, right? Because you're not planning to attack at it. If you are going to play Valcarona, you're going to do it for its ability, which means it's not stuck in a fire-only deck. However, the same thing we can say with Lycanroc that has a Lysander as its ability. And it's much better. So, uh, not very effective. I don't see this being played at all. And I think Sublime... I know what you're going to say, but go ahead and say it. Not very effective. There we go. <laughs> Three not very effective to this one Volcarona. Uh, not only were you just kicked out of the uh, sub, uh, pseudo-legendary list, but you are being kicked up as being a useful card as well. I'm so sorry. We're going to move on from one almost pseudo-Pokemon <laughs> legendary to a full-blown legendary. And that's Reshiram. Take it away, Basket. All right, so Reshiram, basic Pokemon, fire, 130 HP for two colorless. It can do Outrage, which is 20, which does 20 plus damage. This attack does 10 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, for two fire and a colorless, uh, you can do Burning Breath, which is 130 damage, and um, the Reshiram can't attack during the next turn. Um, I'm going to give this a not very effective. Well, straight think- into it, not even a discussion about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, I love it. I love it because I that's fresh. Because the only the only Pokemon right now that can do effective damage um and uh have damage counters on them have 180 plus yeah. HP. Both Matchup GX and uh Taurus GX. Yeah, and the fact that this HP is so low at 130, it's trash. 
It's it's not and, and 130 damage. Um, you could uh, take out other basics um, that are legendary, but um, then you can't attack the next turn, and you're stuck with a three retreat cost um, Reshiram in the active. And so you're going to need a float stone or a switch or something to move it out of the way and get something out of there. I, it's clunky. The attacks are crap. And it's it's crap. Yep. I don't think we need to discuss any more than what everything just basket said. It is a not very effective card. Don't play this. There are better options. Sublime. Sublime? Sublime. Did we lose Sublime? I don't know. I think we did. So Sublime, I'm going to guess Sublime's answer on this. And I'm going to say it's a not very effective while he comes back. <laughs> uh, he can give us his 20 once more. So let's go ahead and move on to the next Pokemon. So we got Sublime back. Uh, and as we already thought, so he gave Reshiram a what? Not very effective. Yeah, just it's it's not good. It's not good at all. So moving on it's from like fire. Five years ago. It would have been good five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would have been. So, going back, uh, and now we're moving on from fire. Fire! Onto uh, a more calming water. With Manaphy, another legendary. Let's go ahead and do that. So, our boy Manaphy here, it's interesting. It's a basic Pokemon water, 100, and with 60 damage, HP only, which kind of is ridiculous. But its ability, Deep Sea Blessing, once you return, you may heal 20 damage from one of your opponent's Pokemon that has water energies attached to it. Its attack, one water, one colorless, wave splash, 30 damage, and of course its weakness to grass and its retreat cost of one. I'm going to go ahead and start right now. It's a not very effective. I'm going to go straight to it because it just doesn't do enough. I, I mean, some stall decks might use it to heal its water Pokemon. Um, but there are so many ways to doing that right now w with Lana and the uh, other cards that why would you spend time and just time <laughs> on this? I do not. And resources. I do not know. But for the sake of it, Sublime, what's your two cents on this? Tier support with abysmal HP. Do yep. not play it. Yep. Basket. Um, just to... I guess try and be contrary. Um, uh, I mean, I imagine that it stacks. So if you had multiple, um, you could potentially be healing 80 mm -hmm. damage, but filling up your bench with four of these yeah. would be just horrible. So, um, and for not very much game. So I would do a not very effective. Yep, not very effective across the board. Sorry, Manafi, you just do not, not do enough for us. Um, you keep on doing your work as an EX Pokemon, just as a regular one, you're just not doing good. Moving on to our next Pokemon, from Manaphy to Shining Volcanion. Our first Volcanion in the TCG, which is only, uh, that is water type. Take it away. Well, Volcanion is dual type. True, but it's not only dual Volcanion type. Volcanion X is dual type. This is only This is water. an exclusively water type, yes. Exactly. Alright, and it uses water energy. So it's a basic with 130 HP, which is how it should be. Um, it has uh, two attacks. One is three water energy. That's called dual pump, and it does 50 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon. And then for four colorless, you have quad smash. This attack does 50 damage times the number of heads. 
Witness the lightning no. and retreat cast to three. Just, just. That's a no. Just no. That's no. Yeah, it's just go home, Volcanian. Yeah. It's just sorry. Yeah. Not very effective. Yeah, not enough and expensive. Ugh. Ugh, too much. What about you, Basket? Um, I'm gonna try and be contrary again here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um. It's able to be uh, put into a Volcanian deck and would has the potential to um, hit uh, um, other Volcanian decks um, for a decent amount of damage. Um, you only need to, you flip four coins, so chance or I don't know the math on that, but I'm you know something close to a fifty fifty chance to do a hundred damage and then times two to Volcanian's weakness. It could um, be really frustrating with a Victini card on your bench. Yeah, and uh, um, also, um, again, this suffers from Kiawe. Or, you know, it would it would end your turn to try and do it. Like I could see it, I could see the potential for it maybe to work if it was splashed into a um, Volcanian deck, and you were playing another Volcanian deck where you know you, this is what you get in your, um, uh, as your first Pokemon out, you draw Kiawe, put the fire energies down there, quad smash, take out their, um, uh, you know, hopefully their Volcanian EX. Um, and, uh, I mean, I like that idea, but it's, it's not very effective. It's not. It's just not. It's just there's no way to make this useful. Not even in a Volcanion deck. If you want type coverage, have a water Volcanion for you to do more damage. You still have that dual energy, the dual type Volcanion EX, which it's a lot better of a card than this one. So um, just not very effective across the board. I'm sorry, Volcanion, shining or not, you're just not shining today. Moving on from water, when we're finally pacing this up. Two electric. Well, wait. Hold, hold on. Oh, wait. Hold on, really fast. What? Because yes, yes, the dual uh, um, Volcanian um, can do. Um, uh, it's more super damage effective against water. itself. Yes, but that's but that's also um, uh, that's also giving up the potential for two prizes where this is not, which is why True. I was True. saying is that you could use this. Like, oh, it's not. It's also was, not weak to water, so you can just yeah. slap a Kaliot like. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just not worth it. The, the problem it does it has potential things that you can do with it. It's just those potential things are not good enough because there's just other and cards not worth right the now. investment. Exactly, yeah. other right. cards right now that do better than that. To be clear, I wasn't defend. I wasn't saying that to defend the card. I was saying mm-hmm. that to defend. My, You're just saying hypothetically. My, my no, no, and clarifying how the game is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on to Raichu GX. Take it away, Basket. All right. So, Lightning, uh, 110 HP. Or, sorry, 210 210. HP. 210. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, for two colorless, it does powerful spark. Um, 20 plus damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each Lightning energy attached to all of your Pokemon in play. Um, for three... Three lightning energy, uh, thunder, 160 damage, and it does 30 damage to itself. Uh, for uh, another three lightning, you get Volt Tackle GX, which does 120 damage, and your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. Interesting. 
Interesting. Let's go ahead and discuss this. Let's start with you, Sublime. So, Powerful Spark is the exact same attack that Dark Cry EX has, just with lightning instead of dark. And really, that's what I think needs to be focused on. This is basically Dark Cry EX, but as a stage one. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what, 40 more HP? A bit yeah. more HP. I'm not sure if people would think that's worth it compared to a basic that can immediately just start hammering turn one. Mm-hmm. I think the energy acceleration is there. You have turbo, uh, turbo energy. You have the dragon air. You have magnezone is still in rotation, which just lets you attach all of the lightning. Yeah. Um, and not to mention Vokavilt. Vokavilt. Vikavolt? Vikavolt, yeah. But that also attaches grass. Um, but it so still it powers up really quickly, turn. yeah. True. Although magnezone just lets you attach as much as you have from your hand um, whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, I think it has potential. I think this is one of the better GXs in the set. Yeah. And and just a reminder, guys, we're discussing a subset here, which we yeah. are not entirely very confident that they're going to be good. But with this one, though, um, yeah, there are many, many potentially good cards in it. Um, go ahead, Basket. What are you going to say? Um, basically, I'm not... I'm not really a fan of it. Um, when I was uh, when I was reading about the card, a lot of people were excited about it. They're like, "Oh, a Raichu you can actually use and everything like that." Um, uh, and not a Lolan shame. Yes, which I would say kind of weird that they didn't yes. throw in in a Lolan Raichu. I think the popularity of um, just regular Raichu is high enough to where they, you know, would have chosen not to do that. But it is odd. Um, and uh, I like that they um, made it lightning instead of um, the, you know, psychic uh, Alolan one, because um, we already have, you know, um, psychic attacks that essentially do this. So yeah. um, that do the same thing as Powerful Spark. So I'm fine with this. But um, it's interesting um, that uh, um, in the uh, set list, they um, pair it with Electrode, um, which... Uh, if you guys don't know, um, has an ability where um, you can essentially knock out your electrode and attach it to your Raichu GX. Um, it does cost uh, one of like your opponent gets one of your uh, one of their prize cards. Yeah, but in a pinch, um, it has a cool ability and um, it would work well with Raichu GX since. Um, both its uh, secondary attack or its second attack and its third attack costs two lightning. Yep. You, um, but if your right two GX gets knocked out, then now you're down three prize cards for one attack. Yeah. So that's definitely one way to do it. Uh, and yes, they do kind of set it up, and it, it's not bad when you think about it. I mean, you can knock out, give one of your opponent one prize. Automatically, you have sport, powerful sparks, which give twenty plus twenty. That's sixty damage for the electrode alone. Uh, put another energy on it, and now you're doing one hundred and sixty, which is definitely not bad. My problem with it is the fact that it does damage to itself, and you can't really stop it. Um, either paradise conservation does not prevent that damage and specifically says that opponent's damage is what you prevent so you can't well, prevent stage one anyway it that is very true so you can't prevent the damage done to it and one of the big the big features of this ratio is the fact that it is a 210 stage one pokemon so if 
in order for you to attack means that you automatically turn into a 180 HP Pokemon, then what's the point? Um, if you're looking of for thunder. some... Uh, what was that? Of, what's the point of thunder? Of thunder, yes. What's the point of thunder? Um, again, 20 plus 20 for how many energies is just not enough either. Because you will That's not true, I feel like. How how so? That's literally the same attack is that's literally the same attack that Darkrai EX has, and Darkrai EX still places to this day. Twenty plus twenty? Twenty plus twenty for each lightning energy attached to all of your Pokemon in play. True, but how many I mean to do hundred and twenty, how many energies do you want do you need? 120? Okay, you would use... Tur- you have four five turbo energy in your deck, right? You have... Okay, so that would be five, sure. But you have cards that accelerate lightning energy. There's a Magnezone in rotation that lets you attach as many lightning energies from your hand to play uh, infinitely, basically. You have infinite lightning support right now in the format. Well, it's not infinite. It's depending on how many energies you have in uh, stuff. But we're talking about That's the same, same format that we still have Tapu Coco GX, which does 130 with three energies straight off the bat. No need yes, to... Yes, but this... Yeah, this is doing one hit... This is aiming for one-hit KOs, whereas uh, Tapu Koko will always be aiming for a two-hit KO. I don't see how this... I mean, it's just... It doesn't do enough damage. That's the reality of it. 20 plus 20. I mean, I know Darkrai can get away with it. But, but, but that's well, because this Darkrai has... Why is it that we're saying Darkrai gets away with it, but Raichu doesn't? Because... Electricity is a lot more focused in terms of energy than dark is. Darkness does it really only needs how much is just two energies as well, right? To for the attack, yeah. Dark right? so you can just put as much energies yeah. across the, the board. I mean, it's the same attack. I understand, but this is stage one. Number one, number two is that just I I just don't see it. It, it requires too much energies on your discard pile. Uh, not discard pile on your bench. To do the necessary damage to knock things out, I just don't see it right being GX. that good. Right to GX is also a stage one, um, yeah. where Darkrai is a base. It's a base. Um, yeah. Also, also um, the uh, like we mentioned before, the HP um, uh, for your strongest attack um, is well, your strongest, most reliable attack. I would never um, use Thunder on this card. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't either. But continue, basket. Um, I was going to say that it, it it puts it back down to um, Darkrai's health um, after one attack. Yeah. Um, and yes, we have. There's the potential for. Um, uh, I for, I forget which which card you mentioned, Sublime, but the one Magnezone? that's giving it a. Yes. Yes. Um, and Magnazone also. Um, uh, it needs it needs its own setup as well to get going. Yeah, but the um, format's slower now. Like lots of decks are running stage twos. So I don't see why you can't run Magnezone, Raichu, GX as a deck. I guess what I'm trying to say is in its placement um, as an electric type is where I have a problem with it. In electricity, right now there are other better options for an attacker um, than this card. Honestly. Um, it's just, I don't see it being that good of a main attacker. Uh, yes, Powerful Spark is the same attack as um, Darkrai G- uh, EX or GX? I think it's GX. It's EX. Um, it's EX, yes. Uh, but It's the EX. But Darkrai EX has Darkrai GX for support. 
and it has the other Dark Rise, and it just has a lot more going on for it than Raichu has. Um, I agree also, that they have different support, and I agree that the Dark Rise is it, better. So my problem but with I still Raichu think this is good. Yeah, yeah. My problem with Raichu is, is not the card itself, because like you said, yes, the the um, the attack is good. It's even its GX attack, which we hardly talked about. That's pretty good. That's 120. It's 20 more damage than Lapras. GX attack, and we already know that Lapras GX attack is good because it's automatic paralysis, and that's always good, right? So it, it, its GX attack is legit as well. My problem with Raichu GX is it's being electric, which is kind of funny, ironic because Raichu, not alone, Raichu can only be electric. Um, and I don't feel that it fits into the electric or the lightning. Uh, overall metagame that's going on right now. I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. Also, um, I would not... Uh, just one more thing I want to throw in here. Um, uh, I would not want to play Raichu GX with a um, uh, with a muscle band. I would want to play it with an um, XP share, because I wouldn't want to lose all of yeah. the um, all the lightning energies that are attached to it. Well, it doesn't need um, it doesn't need that much. Only the two it, it needs to attack because the rest can go to your bench since it uses all Pokemon in play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know, I'm. Oh, I'm just it's gonna give it my grade right now. Yeah, give it a grade. I think, I think, I think, I think it's effective. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to play it. I have no desire to play it. Um, I think that. It has the pieces there, but I'm still worried about losing that, uh, uh, you know, those three uh, prize cards, potentially, if you're using Electrode with it. Um, not that you have to, but um, that potential, um, I don't know. I I feel like it's getting hyped because it's a, a playable Raichu. Yeah, it um, is playable, that's for sure, yeah. Yeah, so effective. Sublime. But I'm not going to play it. I think it's super effective. Really? Okay. Not top tier, but super effective. Okay. I'm giving it effective okay. just basket. Um, it's just... It's good in a vacuum. Right now, I can think about Tapu Koko. It's a better attacker in Electric. Uh, I can think of even Raikou. Not that. the Raikou we're going to discuss right now. The Raikou that's already in play established as a better attacker as well. It's just mm-hmm. better options right now in the meta rather than this GX... Um, GX Raichu. Um... I really want it to succeed. It's just, I think if it were any other type, it would succeed more than just being electric. That's, that, at least that's my, my 20 in it. My, my, I mean, I know that we have a Magnus zone coupled with a, um, oh, what's the electric gym from X and Y? Um, I forgot, Glenn? I forgot his name, which lets you get four energies from your deck. Onto your hand, and then you can use Magnus Zone to place those energies down. That all seems fun and fine. It's just I just still feel that it's just not enough. If it were a fifty plus or a sixty plus, yes, but a twenty plus, it, it you need too much to reach that amount of damage needed to knock out Pokemon, and and that's where I'm I'm hesitating. So I'm not I'm gonna get it not very effective because of that. So. Moving on to the next one, we have an effective and we have a super effective, an effective, and a not very effective. So it's across the board. Raichu is no holds bar. Guys at home that are listening, like always, show how wrong I am <laughs> and play yeah, Raichu yeah. DX and see how it goes. Yeah, now we have. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, 
pretty much everybody's gonna have to make up their own decision because apparently we can't come to a consensus. <laughs> Not what write you and and one of us or two of us are completely wrong, and I know for a fact that one of those that are wrong is me. <laughs> However, let's go ahead and see what our players think about it. I just I I I wish this Raichu was psychic, honestly, or anything other type than lightning. Now, moving on to our next card in the electric showdown, and that is, of course, our boy Raikou. Now, this legendary dog from gold and silver is uh is it good? Is it not? Let's check it out. So it's a lightning Pokemon with HP 120, which is pretty decent. Basic Pokemon with two attacks. Number one, Roaring Thunder with one lightning, 30 damage, attach an energy, a lightning energy from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. And it's secondary attack, lightning ball, two lightning and one colorless for 90 damage, weakness fighting, resistance metal, energy cost of two. Hmm. Now talking about baby Eveltal. Sublime, what do you think about Raikou? I quite like it. Anything that has energy accel- acceleration has potential. Yeah. Um, especially for something with 120 HP for one prize. Yeah. It really is a decent card. Basket, what's your two cents on this? Um uh, I think it'll find um I think it'll find play. Mm-hmm. Um I go. think that it has uh Pretty good potential um, for setting up whatever lightning deck you're trying to play. Um, and uh, the fact that um, it can hit um, 180 damage to um, uh, Yveltal GX, which is still being played, am I correct? Or no? Yeah. Yveltal? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, if you're playing Evelto, you might as well just play Evel- Baby Evelto. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I no, I don't mean I don't mean putting it in in that deck. I'm saying going up against Evelto. Oh yes, because it's weak like, against uh, Electric. You're totally right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it does only have 120 HP, um, which I think should be taken into account for all basics you're going to be using in the format because of Galissapod. Um, so if you get, uh, if you're going second and you throw out your Raikou and that's the only thing you have, you can't put anything on the bench. Yeah. So are your opponents going to be able to get a, uh, uh, if you're playing Glissapod GX, odds are your opponent's going to be able to get one, um, retreat and then take it out, uh, on their second turn. So I think that should always, when you're looking at a basic, that has 120 mm-hmm. HP, you'd always be thinking about that and that potential. Um, but I think this card also has the potential to um, uh, be worth uh, that possibility. So I'm going to give this card an effective. Okay, what about you, Sublime? I will also I will also give it an effective. I will give it an effective as well. It definitely has some potential. Um, baby, uh, baby Raikou, even though we don't have a Raikou GX, is anything that can bring any energies from your discard pile is really good, uh, and lightning can definitely help from that. Take help from that. My only problem, and and I haven't put in my whole two cents on this Raikou, is the fact that lightning has no real way of getting energies to your discard pile. Um, fire every single, almost every single attack fire has discards energy, so you can 
you know, you can always found, find a healthy amount of energy in the scar pile. Same thing with fighting, thanks to, uh, uh, like, uh, Scourging Earth and other abilities where it allows you to discard energies. You can get your discard uh, energies on your discard pile. Lightning really doesn't have that uh, option other than Vikavolt, where it's a uh, Vikavolt's attack does uh, discard energies to in order to help that. And I guess Raikou would help on that. That's my only if on this card itself is the fact that we don't have Battle Compressor on the um, format, standard format anymore. On the uh, expanded format, though, this this is this card is amazing thanks to Battle Compressor. So that's my only if, but that's just a small if because you can still make this card work. So I still am going to definitely give it an effective for sure. Now... Moving on for a last, um, uh, actually, yeah, a last electric, another legendary. Take it away. So, Zekrom, it's okay that I missed Reshiram because Zekrom is almost its twin, um, in terms of what it does. Yeah. 3 HP, uh, comes with the Outrage. I actually think this might be a reprint of a very, very, very old, um, Zekrom and Reshiram. It could be. Has outrage. It sounds like it is. Yes. This looks very familiar. Um, twenty damage plus ten more for each damage counter, and then Thunderblade, which is three uh, lightning energy and does one hundred and thirty damage, requires you to discard two energy attached to your this Pokemon. This card was great during the black and white era, and it has since um, been power creeped. It's not good anymore. Yeah, I am the same boy. What about you, Basket? Um. I personally think that it's worse than Reshiram. Um, Agreed. Reshiram can't, Reshiram can't attack next turn, but you don't lose energy. Um, yeah. So I'd say it's worse. Um, I guess I guess to reiterate, you know, um, the fact that it's only got 130 HP and the only way it can do more damage is the amount of damage counters it has on it. It's just, it's it's not good. Yeah, it's not very effective for me as well. It's just not good. It's not a good. I'm sorry. These these Reshiram and um, the other one are just not good cards right now. Um, they could have been when Black and White came out. Right now, not so much. So um, I'm gonna move on. Uh, I would guess it's not very effective for uh, for you guys as well. Yeah, yes. No? Yes. Yes. Okay. So moving on to the next one, let's go ahead and speed this up a little bit. We're talking about the OG legendary boy, my favorite legendary, uh, because he's the original badass, really creepy Pokemon, and that's none other than Mewtwo GX. Please, Basket, take it away. So before we jump there, I just want to mention really quick, um, uh, because I think that uh, people should or would be able to find this card interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Arbok, um, it has passive, like it has the potential for, if, uh, um, by just being on your bench, uh, through okay. its ability. No, it has to be your active Pokemon. Yeah, it has to be your active Pokemon. Um, oh, it does. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Then, then we were right to skip it. My bad, guys. All right. Moving <laughs> on to Mewtwo GX. <laughs> Otherwise, so, it would be really good. I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, so Mewtwo GX, um, uh, Psychic Pokemon, 190 HP. It's basic. Um, for one Psychic Energy, it does 30 damage, uh, or times 30 damage. 
it does 30 damage times the amount of energy attached to the Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen this card a million times before um, in small with small variations. I think this is a better version. Yeah. Um, uh, and then for a Psychic and a Colorless, it has another attack, uh, Super Absorption. 60 damage and heal 30 damage from this Pokemon. Not bad. I imagine we're using that attack. Um, I mean, we could. Psychic is a great typing uh, typing type because it does hit for super effective on many, many strong Pokemon. So you might actually use Super Absorption some, sometime or not. Yeah, there's potential for it, but I can't, yeah. ima- I, I can't imagine myself finding very much use for it if I'm doing this Me Too GS well, deck. It, I mean, um, but- for example, one uh, Super Absorption can knock out a Garbodor deck, a Garbodor card, which only has 120. So you can do 120 with Super Absorption and heal yourself 30 damage in the process. So it does have yeah, its correct. potential. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And also, um, 190 is harder to hit uh, with Garbodor than uh, um, 180, which is yeah. typically what you're trying to get at. Um, and then it has uh, Psycho Break GX, which is 200 damage. And this attack's damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. Which, um, that, uh, what's, what's the one that does the, uh, um, basics can't hit it? Is that the, uh, the Jolteon or the... Jolteon, yes. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Witness Psychic, which you cost two. Sublime, what's your two cents on the Mewtwo GX? Uh, Mewtwo just always seems to do the same Mewtwo sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the weakness to Psychic is a liability with it Garbodor being It always has been, yeah. Yeah. As it always has, absolutely. And the other thing is, it's interesting to note that this attack, uh, the full burst, which is the reason to use it, only focuses on Mewtwo's energy and not the opponent's active Pokemon as well. That is true. So, it's a cool attack, but it takes a lot of energy to really hit high numbers. True, but we are talking. True, um, well, well, it's easy if your opponent is playing the guard border, which is not always the case right now. Which is very Um, prevalent, though. I'm just saying. Is it? Is it though? With uh, Gardevoir going around, I think it is because um, it's very easily included into the Galissapod deck. Mm -hmm. True. True, but that's very true. That's a strong argument towards it. Uh, and however, what I'm looking at this card is saying, like, it's a basic. That's a plus. Yeah. It only needs one sure. psychic to start attacking, which is fine. It's psychic, which means that your border is fine. weak against it. Um, my other thing about this card is we still, uh, the, um, how do you call it? Lunala GX is still in the format which allows you to rearrange energy however you want, psychic energy. So you can put all those psychic energies onto Mewtwo. So you basically can have Lunala down, have energies all over the place, and then suddenly drop a Mewtwo GX, mm-hmm. Put use Lunala's ability, put all the energies that you've been playing so far on Mewtwo, and suddenly you're doing a whole lot of damage suddenly out of nowhere. Um, and that is something that goes strong towards this Mewtwo. Um, the ability with Lunala to suddenly appear and be able to do mountains enough of damage. And that GX attack is really not that bad. 200 damage is... I do like the GX attack. Yeah, Yeah. GX attack is a great one. Uh, 200 damage, you can easily power it up with a choice band if you're attacking the GX or EX. 230, which is basically what you need to 
knock out 90% of the Pokemon in the game right now. I honestly do like it. Um, I, I would Yes, I would have pre- preferred it to be like uh, X-Ball Mewtwo, where it's both yours and your opponent's, just a Gardevoir GXs, both and your opponent's uh, uh, energies. Uh, but being that it's not plus 20, per 20, it's per 30, and you have cards like Lunala GX still in the game, in the game, uh, and many ways to power it up. I mean, even so, Galeo GX can power this up in uh, using its GX attack, even though that's absolutely the worst way you can do, you can set up this Mewtwo. I'm acknowledging that right now, but it's still a way to do it. It's, it's actually, actually I would use Kiawe. Kiawe as well. It's four energies. Uh, yeah, you can put one psychic. Yeah, and you put one psychic or a rainbow energy. Rainbow energy is really prevalent yeah. right now. Just have a rainbow energy mm-hmm. and then just put that rainbow energy on for boss. Choose Kiawe, and by the second turn, you're already doing what? What's a uh, hundred and uh, it's four point eighty? If you attack, hundred and eighty on your yeah. second turn. Uh, if you started with a Mewtwo and a rainbow energy and a Kiawe, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that is solid. That is a solid attacker on demand. And super absorption could also have its useful like we discussed. Yeah, yeah. We can not it can single handedly knock out any uh Garbodor uh that doesn't have uh, uh dumbbell and again cycle break two hundred damage you can still pump that out to two thirty using a choice band. That's a legit amount of damage for a GX attack that definitely hits the mark for me uh, uh, the amount of damage that GX attacks should do. I'm loving this Mewtwo, honestly. It's not as good as other Mewtwo's in the past. That is granted. EX Ball, even though it does 20 times, it's still 20 times yours and your opponent's energy, and that's always going to be a step up. But the fact that this Mewtwo GX has the necessary uh, 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 partnership with other Pokemons and trainer cards, it really does make it a nice attacker. And that's just my 20 cents. Uh, Who hasn't given their two cents on this? Um... I, uh, so I, I would, I would honestly, I just have to agree. Um, I think that it has, um, a lot of potential. Um, like we talked about, um, rainbow energy, Kiawe, um, to power this thing up in two turns. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think it has potential and, um, it's, um, it's GX attack, um, is, uh, is not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you have a lot of item cards that you could um, choose to use with this. Um, you also have uh, uh, Professor Kukui, um, which can increase that damage as well. Yeah. Um, so I w- I'll give it a super effective. I'm going to give it a super effective. So noted that if you are playing Rainbow Energy and Kiawe to power up the full blurst, that means that you'll never, ever, ever, ever going to use Cycle Break. <laughs> because um, it, you're it almost needs... hitting 200 at that point. Anyway, Correct. So exactly. That's the point I was going to get to. You're never going to be able to use a Cycle Break because you need three energies instead of uh, one and, uh, one Psychic and uh, and three col- and two Colorless. You'll need three Psychics. Yes. But however, if you are using Kiawe, that means that you're already powering up full burst to do Almost the exact, exact amount of damage a cycle break. So you're really not losing much. Uh, Sublime, what's your take? What's your... Uh... Uh, I think it is super effective. Yeah. You just need to know that it is different than previous Mewtwo's. Yeah, it's not the same. It needs a little bit more help. But the help that is available to it does make it a great, great card. So I'm also going to give it a super effective for sure. Mewtwo, 
thank you for coming back and coming back badass as you always are. You always have been my favorite legendary and will always remain to be so forevermore. Now, speaking of favorite legendaries, I do have a second favorite. And for those of you who haven't guessed right now, it is in the same branch. It's Shining Mewtwo. Uh, so, sorry, Shining Mew. Uh, well, just Mew, but in this case, Shining Mew. Uh, and uh, let's go ahead and discuss it. Uh, whose turn was it for Shining Mew? Was it mine? Yes, I believe okay. so. So, Shining Mew, psychic Pokemon, HP 30. Ooh, very low. It's basically Joltik. Let's see if its attack is as good as Joltik. It's a basic Pokemon with two attacks, both of them costing one psychic energy. First one, well, the second one, let's get it over with. Beam, 10 damage, that's it. We're never going to speak about this ever again. It's first attack, though, Legendary Guidance. Search your deck to two energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. Psych weakness against Psychic, which would cost one. Hmm, discuss. Basket, let's start with you. Um, I think it has potential... Uh... For work with Mewtwo, yeah, um, as you know, just a starting um, uh, throw energy cards on there for free, essentially, um, and uh, well, not you know, not for free, but you know what I mean. Um, it mm -hmm. does, it's it doesn't count as your placement, so you're good with that. Um, uh, I, there's not there's not much to say. I mean the. The first attack is the only thing you're going to use, and um, you're going to have to understand that that Shining Mew is going to be taken out. Yeah, it is. It, you're basically trading this this card for prizes. Sublime, what do you think? Do you think that two energy attachments are worth a prize? I, think I so. usually would say no. I would, I would say, say no. yes. But continue on. I mean, that's what you have to ask yourself if you want to play this card. I feel like there are a lot of ways to get two energy attachments that don't cost you prizes. How? In Psychic, though. How would you do that in Psychic? In psychic and how would you do that? Turbo Energy. Or, yeah, is it Turbo Energy? Turbo elixir. Energy? I'm thinking Max Elixir. Oh, it's um, Max Elixir? Sure. Max Elixir yeah. is an option. That's one item card for one energy, though. This secures you two energies from your. Not your discard pile. Your deck. Well, that's considered for a if your opponent thirty HP. Oh no, that's get away from here. I mean, you. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. Um, but it might be for some. I, I maybe uh, that's a decision people are going to have to make if they think they the are. prize yeah. is worth just two energy. I don't think it is. Yeah, that's definitely an option. I mean, I do see some play on it. Just like Basket said with Mewtwo GX, you can place your Mew as your starting, your shining Mew as your starting Pokemon, put an energy on it, uh, attack with Legendary Guidance, which would allow you to get your energies from your deck, not your discard pile, onto your Mewtwo, and then, hey, yeah, just die. It's fine. And if you don't Even die... Though, why wouldn't you just use Kiawe? That would be faster, or like twice that as is much energy, true. and still not a prize. And still true. not a prize. That is true. You are absolutely right. Um, hmm. It's this is difficult for me. Basket, what do you give this card? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give it. Um, hmm. This is kind of hard for me because um, essentially what you can do with this is um, by turn two, um, you can take out your um, uh, potential um, uh, psychic rival, which would be Garbodor. Yeah. Um, by having this card there, and because 
if you went, uh, well, hmm. it's a, it is a difficult choice right now. I, I'm also in the. Let's give you some time to think. How about you, Sublime? I think it's not very effective. Okay, There's just no way to make it effective at whatsoever. Like there are better options available for every type to get energy acceleration that don't require you um, basically to lose a prize over it. Yeah, the more I think about it, I, the more I think Sublime is right. It's just, I, I, I love its attack, don't get me wrong. Legendary Guidance is a legit attack. The problem is the 30 HP. That is a major, yeah. major liability that I don't know I'm willing to... It's too big of a liability, I think. Yeah, it, it, I, don't, I don't know if I'm willing to, to make it work. What about you, Basket? So, you would be only giving them one prize. You would be able to, in a matchup against Garbodor... Um, throw your uh, Mew EX out there after doing this attack and start killing every Garbodor that you come across. Um, which, uh, I don't know. I mean, it would it would have to be going your way, but I think that um, uh, being able to set it up right away without losing your turn, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it... Oh man, I'm I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna give it not very effective because okay. there's there's better ways to do it and um but I think that um you know take it into consideration I guess make make your own decision but uh yeah I'm gonna have to agree with Sublime there there's there's better ways to do it yeah there are definitely better ways so not yeah, very effective for a little blue sh- mew Oh, but actually, hold on a second, because um, it's two energies to the Pokemon you want any way you like. So in a Garbodor deck, this would not be bad, I don't think, because you're, 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 only, you're only trading one prize um, for all of your attackers. You put that out there, you have two Garbodors set up, um, give them their energy, and um, it costs... You want energy to have two Garbodors set up potentially. So true, but you do I need psychic energy to set it up, and Gardevoir GX already has an ability that allows it to play more fairy energies on it, so it doesn't really need it either. It's just you said Garbo, right? Garbodor yeah. or Gar- Gardevoir? Garbodor? I he said Gar- Garbodor, Garbodor, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I still think it's a bad deal because doesn't Garbodor only cost one energy anyway? Yeah, only one energy. And, and the decks that are currently in the meta... You turn you attack with it. Correct. And the, and There's the no decks... need to set up a Garb. Yeah. And and, and not only that, but also all well, the but decks... It's, but it, but it's, right. it's searching your deck for it. So if you want to put it in there for consistency and making sure that you have those psychic energies on there... Like that—that's—that's that's all I'm saying. No, no, and um, you're correct. It's just and, right now I think they're just better ways anyway. Yeah, and it's—it's it's also worth it to mention that it's any energy. It doesn't have to be psychic energy. Yeah. But it does cost so, psychic energy. Yeah, that's the problem. That is correct. But but there's there's a few decks right now that are running rainbow energy. Sure, that's true. Um, yeah. So that really, twenty uh, HP I I versus thirty HP. What's the difference <laughs> at that point? Which is yeah. true. So, so if you're playing a GX deck and your opponent's playing a GX or an EX deck, um, then you're losing one prize card. That still means that it's three KOs for them to take you out, essentially, 
Um, so uh, you're turning it into a 4KO game, yeah. essentially, um, which can be an advantage. So, um, and it's in the energies. So, you know what? I'm going to switch my thing. I'm going to I'm going to say that it's effective okay. because of the fact that it's any energy. Um, and there's too many uh, decks right now that are playing Rainbow for me to count that out. So I'm going to give it an effective. Okay, that, that's definitely something. I mean, the other way around, I can see it making being even more uh, an option is if you just play more Shadow GX and have this Mew on your discard pile. <laughs> it's just, I guess, the other way you could play this. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's just, I, I don't know. I still am leaning to not very effective. It's just too, too weak for it to do any real effect. But let's go ahead and move on to our other favorite psychic little legendary, and that is Shining Jirachi. Whose turn was it? I keep forgetting. Uh, it is my turn, and we're going to be talking about Shining Jirachi, which is another basic uh, psychic type with 70 HP, so more than double Mews. Um, <laughs> that is true. Sad, actually. Yeah, and 70 is still low, right? So it has one attack for a single psychic energy called Star Determination. It does 10 damage and remove all evolution cards from your opponent's evolved active Pokemon and return those cards to your opponent's hand. This counts as devolving that Pokemon. Yeah. Weakness to psychic, no resistance, retreat cross one. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to start with this it's one. It's an interesting so, deck. It really is. So 70 HP is not as bad. As lower than that. And it's attack star determination. Remove all evolution cards rather than just the top one. It's actually quite nice. If it's a opponent that use all three to evolve all you know, stage one, stage uh, and stage two to evolve, that means he has to start in stage one once more. And if it's and if it's a uh, a, a person that used Ray Candy it means that he completely used, uh he completely Well, it says academy. remove all evolution cards. So even if they uh had a stage 1 and a stage 2, you're going back to the basic and That's what I mean. Yes. They they have to play that stage 1 once yeah. more. Um that's no. not bad. Oh right. Honestly. I thought you meant they were on the stage 1, yeah. No, no, no. They, they will have to like mm, on the right. next turn that they, they can't go back into their stage 2. They will have correct. to use, and and we are playing in a in a meta which, which right now is playing uh Gardevoir GX. It is playing Solgaleo and Lunala GXs. The, and the Metacross. Is, and Metacross. So this actually is good as an attack. The only problem I'm seeing with this Chan Jirachi is the fact that it uses a psychic energy. That is annoying, which means you either have to play this in a psychic deck or a deck that uses rainbow energy. Uh, and that's the only <clears throat> part of it that I'm kind of iffy with. How about you, Basket? What's your two cents? So for me... Um, if I could find a way to, I know I just keep bringing up my deck, <laughs> but, um, uh, if I could find a way to put this into Glissopod GX, this would, uh, have the potential to win matchups that I normally can't. Um, Metagross GX is really hard for me. Yeah. Um, cause it's really hard to hit those numbers. Um, because I would have to, uh, cause I played with Tapu Koko and, um, uh, Zoroark. So I would have to flying flip three times. Um, which if you guys don't know, uh, what that is, it's, uh, um, it's, uh, does 20 damage to, um, um, and, uh, 
So I would have to do that three times to get the Metagross into a range to where I could one-hit KO them with a Glissapod. Yeah. Um, and that is extremely difficult to do. However, there is very, there is very often that I find um, uh, Metagross, um, like they just keep them uh, from the active and leaving them on the bench with 120 HP. And if I have a Shining Jirachi and I um, remove all the evolution cards from them, then all of those are dead. They're gone. So, I mean, this has pretty great potential, I think, um, if you can fit it into your deck. Considering that um, Metagross so, GX is weak against Psychic, oh, no, sorry, not weak, resistant against Psychic, it is a good tech for a Psychic deck to have against Metagross, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually really like the potential in this card. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to go ahead and give it an effective. What about you, Sublime? I give it an effective, sure. Yeah. And Basket. With the prevalence of um, Stage 2 Pokemon right now, I'm going to give it a super effective. Hmm, okay. Um, because, because of the fact that, again, um, if they have all of their uh, Pokemon set up and you have... I can't remember uh, the HP of... Um, uh, what is it? Um, oh, oh, crap. Bold, Boulder or Boulder? Boulder? Beldum, yeah, sorry, I don't know what I was... Yeah, it a 60? Uh, I don't remember I think what it's 60. 60 or 70. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, also um, the prevalence of um, rare candies to evolve your Pokemon, and um, the fact that a lot of the hardest-hitting um, decks and the ones that I personally have a problem with um, are Stage 2s. I, I mean, I... I really like this card a lot. I mean, you have the potential to um, take out uh, all four basics when you just have a little bit of um, uh, damage tacked onto them. So yeah. I'm happy with this card. I'm going to give it super effective. Okay, fair enough. That's too effective and one super effective for our boy here, little shiny Jirachi. So uh, keep on granting our wishes. We're going to move on. <laughs> Because this, this has gone for a long while now. Because this, this is one interesting set. So we have Marshadow. It's our next little boy. And if I'm not mistaken, that will be Basket. Take it away. <clears throat> Alright, so Marshadow. Uh, Psychic. 70 HP. Ability Desperation. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to your bench, both players shuffle their hands into their decks and draw four cards. It's... Uh, first and only attack um, for a psychic and a colorless uh, shadow punch, thirty damage, and the attacks the attack isn't affected by resistance. Um, I'm not impressed. Yeah, resistance uh, for fighting and reduced cost of one. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start with this one. I don't like it either. Um, yes, it is a judge in Pokemon form. But already, Judge is a supporter card that you play every once in a while, and specifically on a deck that might actually benefit from it. It's not a supporter card that you see uh, in every deck that you do, uh, like you do see Guzma or uh, Acerola. It's just a once-if-you-need-it type of uh, supporter card. So having it in Pokemon form just makes it worse, because you're taking 
it's not just that you're playing your only supporter for that turn. You're also taking space on your bench for a ability that really doesn't help that much. I mean, there are other cards that lets you draw cards that are way better than this. Not to mention that we have Tapu Lele GX in the meta right now. So its attack is nothing. I, I just don't see this being used at all. What about you, Sublime? Uh, we've discussed this card before. I thought it was terrible then, and I still think it's terrible now. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, and then, Basket, what's your last rating? Um, not very effective, uh, because, you know, for the reasons you guys said, and um, Tapulele just gives me so much more options. Yeah. Um, that, uh, I mean, the only thing that this card has um, uh, against Tapulele is that I'm not going to be using a supporter card to essentially have a supporter card effect. Yeah. But um, it's 70 HP uh, makes it a liability, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, to be pulled up and KO'd. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Tapu Lele just makes this card completely irrelevant if if the uh, ability didn't already do that. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't do much. So let's go ahead and cross the board. Not very effective. Sorry, Marshadow, your GX version is a lot better than you will ever be. So go and run and cry in shame for that. Now, moving, <laughs> let's go ahead and pause it here for our sponsors. We are going to take a little break. Once we go back, we're going to completely finish off Shining Legends. I know it's been a long episode, guys, but like always, it's a review episodes and they tend to go on and on and on. So, a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Good day, mates. Want something different? Then come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos-style bouffalant wings. Critically acclaimed. And this weekend only, Ryehorn Steaks are buy one, get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Ryehorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast. And at Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. And we are back here continuing our review of the Shining Legend subset that has been already released. Uh, this is an interesting, really high debate type of set where each card has its own specific little quirk that might actually work or might not. And that theme does definitely does not go away with our next card that we're discussing. And that is Light Part. Uh, Light Part. Let's go on and continue with that one. Whose turn is it? It's your turn. Okay, there we go. So, <laughs> we're talking, we're taking so much time with these cards that I keep forgetting whose turn is it. Now, Lightheart is a Darkness Pokemon H uh, HP of 90. It has two attacks. Its second attack is the one not really worth discussing much over. One Darkness, one Colorless, Slash does 60 damage, and that's it. Its weakness is Fighting, its Resistance is Psychic, which is pretty nice, and its Retreat cost is a 1, which is also pretty decent. Now, its first attack, though, is where I'm laying my eyes on. Torment does 30 damage for just one Darkness Energy. Choose one of your defending Pokemon's attacks, that Pokemon can't use that attack during your opponent next turn. Now, I want to remind you guys that we're living in a meta where most GX attacks only have one attack other than that GX attack. Uh, cards like um, Solgaleo GX, Lunala GX, these have only one real attack other than its GX attack. 
uh, Lycanroc, uh, Midnight Farm, same thing. There's many, uh, even uh, Metacross we were just discussing, only really has one attack other than its GX attack. So this could legitimately nullify and paralyze those type of cards. Uh, Sublime, what is your two cents on Lightheart? My two cents on this are there are too many ways around the effect. Like, mm-hmm. you just switch, you Guzma, you do anything, you Zorark, uh, rush in, Tapu Koko rush in. There's so many ways around this effect that it is effectively useless. You are right in that aspect. Um, what about you, Bus- Basket? Um, I, I mean, I, I like the potential of this card. Um, uh, it doesn't do enough damage to really, uh, I mean, the effect is cool. But I don't know. You would you would need this either early game or uh, late game to really make um, possibly could be. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, it's a stage one, ninety HP. There's a lot of Pokemon that can hit that number easily. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's cool. It's a cool idea, and I really like how this set is having all these really interesting uh, Pokemon with these interesting uh, secondary effects or abilities and stuff like that. Um, But I feel like this one kind of falls along the wayside. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I I have to agree. I definitely have to agree. Um, It's just, it's an interesting attack. I wish it wasn't on a stage 190 HP Pokemon. That is my problem. If it were a basic Pokemon with at least that much HP... Yes, totally. However, need, it needing to evolve is an issue. It definitely is an issue. So uh, let's go ahead and set this up. Uh, Sublime, what's your uh, uh, rating? Not very effective. Basket. Basket? Not very effective. And not very effective for me as well. So moving on to our next Pokemon. Sublime, take it away. I'm very excited. I actually think this is the best uh, card in the set, if I'm being honest. And that is Zoroark GX, which is a stage one dark type with 210 HP with the ability exchange. Once during your turn before you attack, you may discard one card for your hand. And if you do, draw two cards. Uh, that is top tier support. Really and you also is. have its uh, attack Riot Beat, which does 20 damage times the number of Pokemon you have in play. That's not mm-hmm. terribly impressive. At max, you're doing 120 yeah. uh, for a double colorless, because it is two colorless energy to do that. And then the GX attack is also quite good, uh, which is Trickster GX for two darkness energy. Choose one of your Pokemon's attacks and use it as this attack. Mm-hmm. doesn't say your opponent's active, so you can just pick any of their attacks. Yeah. Including, including even GX the GX attack. Correct. Yes, yes I was just going to get to that. Attacks, yeah. Sweetness against fighting, resistance against psychic, which is nice, and Richie cost of two. Basket, what's your two cents on this? Um, uh, it's essentially uh, the riot beat is essentially Rayquaza, right? Uh, the what? Which one? Riot um, beat. It's a weaker Mega Rayquaza. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, I really like its GX attack, um, but you're two hit KOing. Yeah. Everything. With the choice, maybe um, quit KOing. Yeah, yeah and uh, um, so I'm not. I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of uh, this as like your main attacker. Agreed. Um, 
but it would it would go well in a dark deck. Hmm. Okay. For sure. I actually think it would go well in a lot of decks. Like the Gardevoir deck that won Worlds ran in Octillery. I think the mm-hmm. Octillery has 90 HP, right? To draw up to five once per turn. This has 210 right. HP. And it can just sit there letting you draw cards every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. and if you ran it with a regular Zoar arc, um, you would have the ability to, um, you know, choose what you want to do with it. You know, if you if you need that ability and that GX attack, then mm-hmm. if you don't, um, then, uh, you know, you put the regular Zoroark on there. So it, it has, it has uh, um, useful potential, I think, for uh, a tech card. So I am definitely in the same boat as you. I'm constantly thinking of where should we place this in, uh, in the meta right now. It doesn't necessarily merits, marries itself to just dark, being that Riot Beat is too colorless. Is colorless. It's, and remember... And that is, ability is so good. Uh, the ability is fantastic. It's right. I thought you were we were discussing on how this is a Rayquaza, maybe a Mega Rayquaza. This is more like its own solo work. Uh, that uh, came up in Breakthrough, if I'm not mistaken, where it's uh, it does 30 times um, the amount of Pokemon your opponent has on its bench. This one's 20 on the amounts that you have on your bench. It's less damage, but you're more in control because you're more in control on how many ba- uh, Pokemon you can have on your bench than how many your opponent has. Um, so it does deal a maximum of 100 damage uh, with Choice Band does 130, which is not necessarily too bad. Uh, and it's attack. It's it's my problem with its GX attack. It's the fact that it needs darkness, two darkness energies for in order for it to work, and that is completely depending on what your opponent has, uh, and that kind of sucks. If it would have said uh, choose one of any Pokemon's attack and use it for this I mean, this attack, meaning that you could have your own GX attack that you want to use on your bench, then that would rate it a lot more. But the fact that you depend entirely on your opponent and what he has on his bench, I mean, what are you going to do if he has a Tortinator? Just grab Well, you're probably going to have an additional GX attacker. No, true. That is very true. So, I do like it. I it's I mean it's super effective only because of its uh if you only take into account the ability it's already super effective um because Agreed. Of, discarding one card from your hand so you can draw two hello that's that's amazing um and it, yeah. and you can stack this up and so it stacks. It, exactly so and if you have stacks. two Soto arc uh, GXs you mean that you can draw up to you can discard two cards and draw four cards that's amazing so only because of that it's super effective that's for sure I'm just Trying to place it on its based on its attack, uh, which is just not that good of an attacker. But as a support Pokemon, this is going to be played a lot. So as for me, super effective, sublime, super uh, super effective as well. And basket, um, I'll say uh, super effective. Um, although, um, if it were me, I would be playing it um, in a dark deck um, because. Uh, I don't know. It's um, certainly or, better in a dark deck. I agree. Yeah. Um. Or you know, if you're if you're using regular Zoar Arc, um, it would be helpful as well. Um. I, I you know I'm leaning more towards an effective because I feel I feel that it is a um 
it is a support card. Yeah. Um, and yeah. even though it's helpful, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, this is hard for me to place because it has great HP. It has a great ability. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say effective. Okay. So two super effective and one effective here for Sora GX. You guys <laughs> are the judge at the end of the day. So let us know what you think. So let's go ahead and move on to our next card for sure. Uh, basket, take it away. All right. So, Yveltal, um, it is a 120 HP darkness Pokemon. Uh, it's a basic, obviously, and for two colorless, you can do strafe, 30 damage, and you can switch to the Pokemon, or that Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon. Um, and then you also have Oblivion. This is a reprint. No, it no, is the, not. No, it's not. The, the Oblivion the Wing is a tag that has been, the, that name has been used in the past, but it's not a reprint. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so, uh, Dark and, uh, sorry, second attack for a Dark and two colorless, um, Oblivion Wing, 90 damage, attack one Dark energy from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. So the first attack is Twitch, right? Or is this some crazy mixture? Yeah, the first of... attack is the Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. And the so second sorry, sorry. attack. I mean, I meant that it's new. No, it is new. So Oblivion Wing is the same name as Baby, well, the card with the, which we passionately call Baby Velto, which is one dark energy, does 30 damage, and you can wow. grab it discard, uh, from your discard by energy attached to one of your Pokemon. This has it as a second attack, which deals two, uh, three times the amount of damage, but also requires three times the amount of energies in order to do that. Um, I still love it. Honestly, for one discard and one double colors energies, you're already doing 90 damage, which means it's already a, a hitting strong with 90, which we have card decks that are weakness against dark right now. And uh, you are grabbing that energy from your discard pile. It's still legit. Is it better than Baby Velto? No. But it's still a decent card. Basket, what's, uh, well, sorry, uh, Sublime, what's your two cents? I really like that this gives you an additional way to uh, accelerate your energy, just like Baby Eveltal, but does more damage. Yeah. If you go, let's say you go first, so you can't attack your first turn. You play mm -hmm. your dark uh, energy, and then you get a double colorless your next turn. No, you you're not using that same attack you would have been doing on your second turn. You will start out with a, a lot double more damage while you accelerate energy. Yeah. yeah, no, you will start with your double colorless energy, kind of so you can use at least strafe for one time. And then just place that double color. That, uh, that no, I say, let's say you go first, so you can't attack because you went first. Oh, got you. Okay, yes. First turn of the match. Mm -hmm. You attach either a DCE or a dark. Then it comes back to your turn, and you attach the other thing you needed. You're now playing Oblivion Wing, just like you would with regular Baby Eveltal. And you get the same effect, but you're now doing 90 instead of 30. Hmm. And you have 10 more HP, if I'm not mistaken. I think you have 10 less, actually. 10 less? Is, oh, yeah, it was 130. You're right. It's interesting. It's Even interesting. so, I think it's a good um, addition to the list of Eveltal cards that exist. That is true, but how are you going to get those darkness energies onto your discard pile? That's my question, right? Same question I posed. Uh, if, you're not, if you're not fire and you're, if you're not fighting, more? your oh, options you know are limited. More? What? That's not even true anymore because you can Zoroark GX. You can Zoroark GX your energy into the discard pile. It's discard one, draw two. Oh, that is true. That is very true. You are absolutely right. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. Yes, I like that very much, though. 
That's a good, good card. So, uh, Basket, what's your two cents? Um, I think this is, in in my personal opinion, I think it's a better baby Yveltal. Oh, okay. Um, and I think that, um, I think that this, in conjunction, like this and the Zorark, um, will fit straight into um, a lot of people's uh, Yveltal decks, mm-hmm. and or Darkrai Yveltal. Um, because, uh, Zorark is often already used. Um, and, uh, can you, so can you put a, um, this may be a dumb question, but can you put a break card on top of a GX or no? No. No? No, Okay. No, yeah. No, you cannot. Okay. Well, either way, um, the fact that you can splash it into, um, uh, you can splash this Juveltal and the new Zorark GX um, into an already great deck. Um, I think that this has great potential. I don't know, guys. Three energies to power up a setup move? It. I mean, Well, here's you are, the thing. You could You're use playing these all three of those energy. cards anyway. You are, but you preferably be using those cards on a Pokemon that does more damage. I mean, three energies, we're already hitting a spot where it's a Pokemon that it's going to do a hundred and something damage. But it's only two energy attachments. Okay. So consider this. You'll need, for in order to take advantage of this Eveltal, you'll need four energies by your second turn. One uh, that you placed on your first turn. A double colorless energies that you have to your hand so you can place it on your second turn. And then another energy so you can have Sotoark on your discard po- uh, on your bench so you can discard it and then use it to attach it on another Pokemon. That's I don't three know. energies, not four. Well, yeah, yes, I'm sorry. It, I, I was counting that's double. an important difference. It is. I was counting double colors energies as two energies. So that's, that, sorry about that. Um, but it's still, I mean, come on. That's a lot of setup for a Pokemon. That is a setup Pokemon. I mean, it's, if I you mean, have to set up your setup, I question that. I can, I can, I can see where you're coming from, yeah. um, but because uh, most of the baby most, Yveltal, of the Darkrai, uh, most of the Darkrai GX decks, or sorry, Darkrai EX decks that I play against mm-hmm. um, have uh, um, uh, XP share, so it's not as horrible of an idea. Not only uh, that, we, we have Darkrai GX, which comes back from the discard pile with a energy darkness from the discard pile already attached to it. So well, you want are... all of the energy reattachment in Darkrai anyway, though. So you would play you this do. and Darkrai GX. But the problem is that you're taking it from the discard pile. So my point is, how do you get it from your to your discard pile? I mean, if you already have it Take in your hand, true, but... Sycamore is still a 4-up in lots of decks. I don't know. It's just, for me, it's just, as a setup Pokemon, mm, Baby Eveltal still number yeah, one. I agree. I think Baby Eveltal is um, just it's a little fat, bit better than this. Yeah, it just has 10 more HP and requires 1 energy. Yes, it only does 30 damage, but you can make that 60 with a Choice Band, or Fighting Fury Belt can pu- pu- push that up to 40 damage, and you're doing it in immediately. This requires you to have three energies. I know two energies if you count double colors energy, but you're still doing, you know, two energies to do ninety damage and then help you. Set which up is one twenty with the choice band, which is really, I know, two shotting a lot of stuff. I know for setup for something that will be even more oppressive. I think it has um, 
It can be. It's usable. I think it's usable. It's usable. I give it an effective. I I just it's shy away from super effective. Where my mind, baby Veltar is a super effective card. This is effective card. Sublime. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Um, I can see decks playing both versions. Yeah. Um, based on which situation, whether you go first or second, it could affect that a lot. Which one you yeah. want to start with? Yeah. And so for that reason, I think it is effective. What about you, Basket? Effective. Effective it is. So we have another one here. It's definitely a great card. It, 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 and it will yeah. definitely find its place in the meta one way or another. So moving on. Woof, this is already... We've hit the two-hour mark with this episode. Woohoo! It's just so much to talk about. But we are almost done. Uh, we're going to move on to our next Pokemon. And that is our little boy Hoopa has shown itself once more. Now, little Hoopa, this time around, comes in as a darkness Pokemon with an HP of 120. Now, it has an ability and attack. It's, it's attack to get it over with. It's one darkness, two colorless energy. It does um, super size, 80 damage, plain and simple, straightforward. Now, its, attack, its ability, Bandit Guard, prevents all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon by your opponent's Pokemon GX and EX Pokemon. And that... We've already seen to be quite interesting and good. Its weakness is fighting, its resistance is psychic, and its retreat cost is two. Sublime, let's start with you. What's your two cents on Hoopa? I think it's good and should be a one-of in a lot of dark decks. Um, yeah. You'll recall that's the same ability that the Alolan Ninetales from Burning Shadows had, and I yeah. think that was a great addition to Alolan Ninetales GX decks. I yeah. think this is a great... Uh, addition to dark decks because almost every deck out there uses a GX or EX as its main attacker and just to have this out there and also a lot of decks are not running ways to shut down abilities Yeah, you have this in your deck and it can be a pretty nifty tech to a lot of things yeah. This, th- um, these, these and it's a basic, of- that's fantastic that's even yeah. better than the Ninetales yeah. and it's ability um, in terms of ability right now Garbodor is the only thing that blocks it. With Hex Maniac out of the game, that makes abilities like this that much more stronger. That means not all decks have a way around them. Um, so it really mm-hmm. is a good ability. What about you, Basco? What's your two cents? So um, <clears throat> I think that um, I think the ability is great. Um, I think that it can be put into any deck as a stall option, um, and I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. It also um, uh, resists Psychic, which is helpful. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think I think it's a great card. Um, yeah. It is extremely versatile. Yeah, it's a, overall it's a great card. It really has its options and its placement in the meta. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a super effective. What about you, Sublime? Super effective. And basket. Super effective. Super effective it is. Let's move on. That's a little Hoopa Hoopa. Welcome to a super effective club. We're going to move on with Shining Rayquaza. That'll be you, Sublime. Take it away. All right. So Shining Rayquaza is a basic dragon type with 120 HP, and it has two attacks. The first is Dragon Bolts for a lightning energy. does 40 damage and discard the top two cards of your deck. And then the second attack is Sky's Judgment for a fire Two lightning and a colorless energy. Discard three energy from this Pokemon. 190 damage. Yeah. 
Retreat cost three. So, basket, I sell with you. If you can accelerate it, oh, yeah. I mean, I have my oh, issues. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, basket. What do you think? So, personally, I think this would be um, pretty decent in a uh, um, in a Neuvern GX deck, um, just for uh, because you don't you don't need uh, double dragon for Neuvern GX. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you can't but... use double dragon right now in overall in standard at least. Oh, that's right. Oh, yep, well, that's then the I don't like this card. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the main problem, that double color, d- double dragon energy is outside the standard. Now it's expanded. My main problem with training Rayquaza is that little, really annoying fire there. That See that see that little red dot that that card yeah. has, which is, means a fire energy? That is a problem. Because if it weren't for that solitary fire energy, I would nicely place this on a Vika Volt deck. Yeah, I was just gonna say if that was if that was grass instead of fire. This not thing not would even be... yeah, not even grass. It would have been another at least minimum another lightning or even better a colorless. This would have gone great well, yeah, I mean, with a vehicle. It, it, had, it had it had three options yep. and it was none of them. <laughs> exactly, and it was none of it. It's fire, and that is a problem because you can't get fire energies with vehicle, and that what completely ruins this card for me. Its first attack is. It's nothing. One lightning, 40 damage, and you discard the top two cards of your deck. No, thank you. I don't want that. Uh, and a second attack could have been amazing on a Vika Volt deck. If it weren't for that Macy fire energy it's attached to that it needs in order to attack. That makes this card not very effective in my terms. There's just no way of making this I disagree. Work. I really? How, disagree. How? Go ahead, please. Yeah, you pair it with Magnezone, um, and then you use supporters to pull energy from the discard pile. And then if you're doing that, you're attacking every turn for a one-prize attacker that can KO uh, even the stage one GXs with a choice ban. I mean, you still need that fire. You can tr- you can maybe place a um, well, you're a the one rainbow energy. mentioning rainbow energy for yeah. all these other attackers. Why not throw it in this deck? Okay. Yeah. I mean, sure, but you're discarding them. How are you getting get them out of your discard pile? Okay, take a look at the cost though. It's one fire, two lightning, and a colorless. You just need one fire. Discard mm-hmm. all lightning, which you can reattach with Magnezone. From your discard you keep pile? the fire on it the entire time. From your discard I have, pile? What is it, Fisherman? Was, is it Fisherman? Yeah, Fisherman. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get energy back okay. from it. Or you can just draw more energy. If you have enough lightning energy, that's not an issue either way. Okay, um, yeah, you're convincing me here. Perfectly yeah. uh, acceleratable. Okay, yeah, it's totally workaround. I'm still thinking it's not a super on effective On a basic one-prize attacker? Yeah. On a basic I mean, one price attacker, that one ninety is very impressive. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. So let's go ahead and give it a rating. You guys changed my mind, so I'm going to give it an effective. That's as much as I'm willing to give it. What about you, Sublime? I think it's effective. And basket. Uh, really quick before I give my uh my rating. Um, uh, how. How effective would this be in expanded, where there is double double uh, dragon? Uh, will be. Are there any? Are there any? Dips? I mean, the only problem I would have Electros actually. Yeah, Electros is a good option. What? Electros, which is basically a Magnezone as well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, From your discard pile, though. Yeah, exactly. Instead of your hand. Um, my problem with it in expanded is if you use double colorless, uh, uh, sorry, dragon energy, double dragon energy, you still need to discard three, which means that you need to discard at least three. 
which means well, that your double double dragon energy might go with it. That is correct. Um, but you also have like I could imagine using um, uh, you know four um, uh, special energy retrieval. Yeah. Or credit to call is that what it's called? The what? Uh, the retrievals? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so using that, um, you have uh, four options to bring back out the mm-hmm. uh, double dragon energy. Um, so you could potentially keep recycling those. Um, and uh, so, yes, you would be discarding them after every time you did the attack, but you could be throwing them back in as well. Um, so I think that... I I I want to give this a super effective, but it's difficult. without without having any uh, chance of playing it and seeing how usable it would be, um, I'm going to give it an effective with a tentative super effective. <laughs> yeah, it's just that fire energy again just keeps creeping up on me. Where it's like, if it were all lightning and colorless, it would be a super effective. It, being that it's not, it's just difficult. It requires too much setup. I mean, there's and... so many ways to get multiple energy types. So, like, even Professor's Letter is still in the format. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's energy just... It's not an issue. The more you require for in order to attack, the more it goes down on my list. I like my Pokemon to be there, ready to go as fast as possible. And not requiring a whole slew of things <laughs> in order for it to make it work. I like it to be fast. So, that's my only thing with it. But it's still... Three effective across the board, so it's still a great card. It could be a super effective card if someone definitely uh, in a future set something comes in that allows it to be as such. So let's go ahead and finish this. Finally, guys, we've reached the final Pokemon of the review basket. Let's finish off with none other than the god of all Pokemon, Shining Arceus or Arceus. All right, so this is a colorless Pokemon, HP 30. Its ability, Mythical Protection, if this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to your benched Pokemon by the attacks of your opponent's Pokemon. Um, Its attack uh, for four colorless, Ultimate Arrow, this attack does 30 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. Do not apply weakness and resistance for benched Pokemon. Its weakness is fighting, resistance is none, retreat cost two. So, discuss guys. Sublime, what do you think? Um, that attack is too expensive, and, uh, it's a cool attack, but it's not enough in this format. Yeah. Uh, 30 damage, I mean, that's one more, one more damage than Tapu Coco does with just double colorless energy. Um, doesn't require four. For twice as much energy. Exactly, this requires twice more energy. And its ability, although nice, right now, sniping is not really a thing. That's going on. And the fact that you require Arceus to be your main in order for it to to be your active Pokemon, in order for it to protect your bench Pokemon. I mean, again, do you really want it on your active Pokemon? No. The answer is no. Not with that attack. So, uh, and the fact that it's weak to fighting. You know, we still have fighting decks uh, around here that will definitely make it a problem. So, not, not very effective for me, Sublime. Not very, eh, yeah, not very effective. And basket. Um, if its retreat crop retreat cost was zero, I'd give it a super effective, but it's not. So I'm gonna give it a not very effective. Not very effective indeed. Sorry, God of all Pokemon, you're just not that good. We're just not that into you. 
Now, moving on to the last card of the whole set, because we do have some trainer guys, but all the trainers that are in Shining Legends are all reprints. You got great cards being reprinted, like Super Scoop Up. We got a uh, also uh, a Pokemon Catcher being reprinted. We have um, uh, Lily, Double Colors Energies, and all those. Now, we're going to go with the last card. That is Warp Energy. This is the new energy that is being... Um, released with Shining Legends, and it was kind of controversial at first, but I'm pretty sure that enough time has passed where we can confidently see where this card does lie. Now, Warp Energy, it, it's as it as sounds. When you attach this card from your hand to one of your active Pokemon, switch that Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. I don't know, guys. I just feel like, why would you do that? <laughs> I would like it a lot more if it did the opposite. The and if you opposite. To something on the bench, it became yes. If you I, can, I can tell you. What? I can tell you why you would use this card. Galizabot? Yes. Exactly. Like, um, honestly, uh, I've never seen this card before now, but um, I think it has uh, pretty decent sy uh, synergy with Galizabot. Yeah. Um, because you're constantly trying to switch and um uh i use glissopod's uh gx attack often um so it powers up the gx attack without having to use your uh, um uh your double colorless um it also would help uh get the um baby glissopod or whatever you want to call it um out of the active uh as well um and <clears throat> it just gives you one more option to switch out your Pokemon and put another one in. Um, and it doesn't cost an item and it doesn't cost a supporter. But it costs your energy for the turn. It does, That's, but yeah. if you already have um, if you already have uh, a Glissapod, another Glissapod GX set up, which you should, um, then uh, you're pulling out and swinging for 120. I don't know. Um, I'm still on the verge. I mean, yes, you you make 100% sense in Galissapod. Yes, it definitely does have its place on a Galissapod deck. But taking Galissapod out of the uh, out of the uh, equation here, does it have that much usefulness? Sublime. I think there will be decks that want it. Uh, I wouldn't want to use it myself, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. So... Basket did give a great dead defense on this card. I was going to give it a not very effective trade of the fact, but the fact that it does have good uh, synergy with Galissapod, and who knows, maybe in the future we might see it actually be that good. Um, maybe in some good combos with uh, Guzma and so forth. I don't know. It definitely has something to it. So I'm going to go ahead and give it an effective uh, Sublime. Effective. And Basket. Um, I'm going to give it an effective. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to point out um, that uh, it will also get rid of any um, status that your Pokemon has. And currently, from my understanding, um, uh, is it Paralyzed, where you basically can't do anything at all? Correct. Yes. That can definitely get rid yeah. of Paralyzed. Yes. So, so, yeah. So if you attach this, that's your way out of uh, being Paralyzed. Mm-hmm. That is very true. It has its. It definitely has its work. So it's a, an effective across the board. Warp energy. You actually are pretty nice. Now, with that, that's the end of our, uh, you know, walk through through shiny legends cards that we did not mention. It's, we felt it, they weren't nice enough that we mentioned. But is there a card that we should have mentioned that we overlooked and you guys actually do 
uh, think that we should have talked about it, we can talk about it on the next episode. So send us your emails at pacopodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what other cards from China and Legends did you actually enjoy that we didn't talk about or the ones that we did talk about. Why is it that either you agree or disagree with us? What would you think and how would you use those cards? Please email us at pacopodcast at gmail.com. Now, this episode has been long enough, so we're going to have to uh, stop here and not go with Pokemon 15 questions. Sorry, guys. We will leave that for the next episode. We are going to go for the end. Uh, and since we're going on to the end, the big question leaves as it is. What rating would you give Shining Legends overall? So, Blime, let's start with you. Give us your rating and um, why. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 because it was better than I expected this type of set to be. But it is still this type of set where it is impossible just to buy the packs. Yeah. And it's going to be a very difficult set to acquire. Yep. So you I'm can only buy this in bundles, yep. Oh, it's a basket. So I had no idea that you could only buy it in bundles, and that's um, upsetting to me. However, I don't think that it has an effect on uh, the card's playability. Yeah. Um, yeah it has a, definitely an effect on their price. And how hard yeah, it's going. Yeah, it's, it's accessibility. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So if I'm just looking straight at the Pokemon, um, I'm going to give this a eight out of ten. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that it has a lot of um, uh, potential cards. Um, this is probably just as far as um, uh, entertainment and yeah. like raw potential. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a very fun set because I'm excited to see what a lot of these Pokemon might be able to work with in the future. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why I give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. So I'm in between you guys, both Basket and uh, Sublime, because I feel like this is this is better than, any, than many other uh, subsets that have been, you know, uh, re- released. For sure, like Double Crisis was just pure... Garbage. However, as a I, subset, I give it ten, but yeah, well, that's what it is—a subset. So I do give it. I think I'm gonna go with a six as well. It's just like uh, uh, sublime, only because yes, it's a lot better than other subsets, but in it, it has great cards. The problem is that other than Gene Sect, every single other card is like we couldn't get into agreement whether they're that good or not because they have so much potential. Well, even Sotoar, we couldn't get an agreement on it. Uh, not 100%, because we were like, it could it's a great work. Supporter. It's a great supporter, yeah. It's a great uh, supporter card. But it, it, other than that, I mean, what else? It, it's just, to me, it feels so, like, like an, part of the pun, but an actual expansion, right? When you need the game, the original game, in order for you to play it. Versus, like, uh, Burning Shadows, you had Gardevoir could be played only using Burning Shadows. Uh, same thing with the previous one where you, uh, when you only needed the cards on that set to be able to play them, the only card that takes advantage of that in this set is um, Gene Set. And I, I'm guessing, I'm thinking way too much over it now that I actually said it out loud and not in my mind. Because, yeah, it's exactly the same as the both because it's Gardevoir before Burning Shadows, so why not just Gene Set for this one? So that being said, I am actually am going to give it a point more. Than I originally thought I would. Seven out of ten, um, mostly because it, it just has a lot of good potential cards that could be combined with other cards to make a great, great deck. It's not going to move the meta that much, other than, uh, of course, Solaby, 
Shiny Celebi is the only one that I feel that it's actually going to make a, a nice little quake uh, tremble on the meta where people will start thinking about what other stage ones and basic they have not thought about before. Um, so that's it, guys. We have a six, a seven, and an eight for uh, Shining Legends. You give us your thoughts on it. Please email us or go the, directly to our Puckle TCG group at Facebook and let us know. Now, with that, ladies and gentlemen, finally, we've reached the end of the episode. Uh, so we're going to move on. If you enjoyed everything that you've listened to so far, please continue on and move on to our community because there's many ways that you can join us and just be part of the conversation. Starting with Twitter at Puckle Podcast. Please go ahead and tweet us. Send us there. I'm there as well as at Lord Yashiro. You can also at me and talk to me. All things TCG. We got Facebook with facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. That's the main podcast Facebook group. But we also have facebook.com slash Puckle TCG, which is specifically the TCG group. We're there. We're constantly, our boy, the real EV, duly noted, and many more of the community are constantly there letting us know all the new things that are coming out in the TCG as soon as they come out. We have our Reddit account on r slash Puckle. Please go ahead there. We also, that also directs you. That's our forum now uh, for our podcast, uh, for our PucklePodcast.com website. We got our Tumblr, which I've never actually been there. That thing ever in use? I don't know. Go ahead and find out at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. Of course, we haven't given too much thought of this, but go to iTunes. Please Review us. Give us your opinion. Hopefully it's five stars. Let us know because every single, every single review you give us in iTunes is just more help for us to reach more people and join, uh, for them to join the community. And of course, if you can, if you have the money, you can go to our Patreon and join as a patron and that will give you extra prices. Every single cent that you pour into Puggle will go directly back into the community, either by better equipment or by prices or tournaments or anything we can do for you guys. Uh, and last but not least, join our discussions at Discord, which the link you will find at the description of this channel. Uh, join us there. Everyone's there, either for VGC content, TCG content, doesn't matter. All things Pokemon. Discord is the place to be. This is where we have all discussions and you can find all of your favorite hosts there and you can reach them with a at and their name and they're easy accessible for you to have to comment and talk to them. So please don't hesitate to go there and talk to us. Now, with that, you can already hear that beautiful music singing. So Sublime, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure. Of course. And Basket. I love you guys. I love all you Puckle Peeps. Have a great, great, great weekend week until I see you next. Uh, indeed. Same to you guys. Guys, have a great night. My blessings to you and yours and your family. May everything be alright. And with that, we leave. Since that time, that time is closer time. Good night.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.